you want to start, Dylan? Or... Uh, what episode are we doing again? 12. 12, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hello, everybody. My name is Dylan Wilson. I'm Oleg Bella. And I am Cormac Dartblade. And welcome oh. to episode 12 of Stories in G Minor Podcast. Yep. Gentlemen, thank you for having me on today. How are you? I'm good. And you? Not too bad. Got some good news from work. Got some bad news from work. You know how it goes. Yes, yep. I do. Very much so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we've been theory crafting the subject material for this episode for, what, three weeks now? Close to. Oh, good heavens. How far weeks? back do I need to go? The 21st of October. What is time? Oh, good. That means we avoid the Batman trailer and I don't have to worry about it. <laughs> Nazi. <laughs> Hell yeah. No, we're not talking about the Batman trailer. I don't want to do that. I'm not going okay. there. We're talking Fair about enough. the Batman trailer. <laughs> I don't want to be angry today. <laughs> uh, Fair enough. Um, well, shit. That goes like an hour's worth of material. Oh, no. Howard's <laughs> <laughs> worth of content down the drain. No, please talk about Batman. <laughs> there goes the nerd uh, demographic. Actually, you know what? Uh, I'm curious. What do you think is the best incarnation of Batman? Uh, uh, the, the same one everyone else thinks. The animated series. Fair enough. Yeah. I don't really have an opinion, personally. Yeah. I haven't watched enough to you say. You uh, I really like the Batman uh, Arkham series. That was a really good portrayal. You talking about the, the, the Arkham Asylum games? Yeah. The Arkham Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, yep. Arkham Knight, the Arkham... Origins. <laughs> here's, a, here's a tissue, because you clearly have a phlegm problem. <laughs> Arkham... <laughs> Yeah. Um, Arkham Asylum was pretty good. I had fun with it. Arkham City was... Arkham City played better as far as controls are concerned, but I think the story was a little all over the place. I think the open world was a little over the place, too. I mean... Well, you have to have open world. You can't not have an open world. (laughs) True. (laughs) I think it definitely got better with um, Knight, especially. That was pretty good. Was it was it was Origins that bricked people's computers, wasn't it? So, uh, that wasn't Knight. Was that, it not Knight? I, I'm pretty sure Knight Maybe it had was a Knight. lot of that had a lot of uh, trouble at launch. What's the one with the tank? Yeah, Knight. Were you? Were you, you was that Knight? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there were a lot of jokes about the speed limit signs in the game not actually being the speed limit because they were the limits <laughs> on your frame rate. <laughs> no FPS above 35 in this zone. Nice. <laughs> but I didn't play it. I don't know. I cannot personally talk about it. I can only, only say he's here say. The only Batman games I've played are the Lego ones. You play the superior versions of the games, then. <laughs> yeah. OBS, yeah. what are you doing? Let me get your stuff together. Let's go. 
Sorry, I'm dropping frames like crazy. Oof. Maybe if I go into Task Manager and do it that way. I remember hearing something quite recently about that if you open OBS in admin, in admin mode, yeah. yeah. It wouldn't surprise me. Oh, that's right. We were, we were going to talk about that Discord video I sent. Which uh, Discord video? Sorry. It's on the 14th. Okay. Oh, right. Yes, that one. Yeah. Should we start with that, maybe? Maybe. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, though, I literally just remembered right now. <laughs> Although we did, t we have talked about open world games, so maybe, like, we yeah. maybe we should start with that. Open worlds? Yeah, the open world games video. Sure. Do we want to talk about the video or just the topic in general? I don't Probably really want both. <laughs> ben, we'll come in. Do we uh, want to play the video on screen and go over it while we watch it? Or do we like and, and do it that way? Or do we want to just talk about it? Uh, I think it'd be kind of fun to do reacting to it. I'd love to, but I don't know how well that bodes for the uh, YouTube post. Mm. Uh, well, that's true. Well, um, I do see channels do reacting to it. Um, sure. What they'll do is they, they pause the video frequently and talk about it without the video running in the background. Yeah. The idea being that, no, see, I am being informative and transformative here. Yeah. Mm. I mean, if we did, it'd be a first for our channel. For our... That's true. Totally up to you guys. Um... I'm game if you are. <laughs> sure. Do you want to stream it? Yeah, I think I can take care of that. Okay. Where's this whiner? <laughs> yeah. Wee, open world games are difficult. <laughs> no, 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 no. I want to open it in a new tab. Not, not there we go. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so let's see. Okay, Discord. Bada bing. Share. Open world games complaining. Okay. Vampires and sunlight, Superman and Kryptonite, Nintendo YouTubers and turn-based RPGs. But everyone loves open world games. I don't get that joke. I don't get that joke. What is he talking about? YouTubers and 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 and. and Speaking is difficult. Turn-based RPGs. I don't get it. <laughs> okay. I mean, it's okay. Uh, I don't know. I wish I could enjoy open-world games, but there's just a lot of things holding me back. Number one being the fact that you don't actually like open-world games. Yeah. Is, the term open world is less of a genre and more of an additional and explanation. He's technically correct in this assertion. Yeah. <laughs> um, you can have an open world RPG. You can have an open world puzzle game. Open yeah. world merely describes the environment you're going to be enjoying the game in. Yep. So he's not technically wrong. No. So. I mean, don't we use open world 
as a genre description, though, because think about it. They do use it now, but it's technically not one. There is not yeah. open world is not a genre. It's used as one, but you can also pretty quickly figure out if a, if a game's genre is open world, it's probably going to be an empty mess. True. No. Title, a first similar to pausing for content purposes purple welcome in I'm generally welcome focusing on western single player open world RPGs no not got a red dead redemption I mean yes that one but the non cowboy ones too Expansive there's non cowboy games I loved FF7 Remake. So much fun. And it's not Did not you, care for that one. Wait, actually, uh, pause the video. I've got a quick question regarding Final Fantasy VII. Would you recommend it for somebody who's never played a Final Fantasy? Yes. All right. <laughs> It plays so very differently from the traditional Final Fantasy format. Would, that... would you recommend it over 15? Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Have I opened a wormhole? Where face cam? Purper, my face cam is the seal of Orichalcos. I'm sealed in hell. Um, Sounds nice. I can't show my face for reasons. Um, Okay. It really depends. It would have to depend on the player. If if they prefer well-written stories to gameplay, I would tell them 15 because they're going to have way more fun running around with the Choker Bros. Okay. If they prefer gameplay, I would say 7 because while 15 is not bad, it's a little sloppy. Right. Whereas seven actually does have a pretty, pretty good battle system. Like I really appreciated it. Normal mode is just the right amount of difficulty to BS ratio of, of easy to dumb stuff that you can get by without a whole lot of issue. Easy mode's way too easy, and hard mode is, eh, it is what it is. Um, but for gameplay purposes, I would say seven. Because the story in Final Fantasy VII is ridiculously bug nuts. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. That would be my opinion on it. And I loved sure. both games immensely. I had a huge amount of fun with the Joker Bros in 15, and I had a huge amount of fun with the battle system in 7. Nice. Also, Aerith is amazingly cute in Remake. <laughs> I will. Recommend you play the game on that alone. Fine. Okay. Uh, Purper asks, when any Pokemon game? Purper, tomorrow, Thursday, uh, tomorrow, whatever day tomorrow is, uh, my next stream will be the beginning of my hardcore Pokemon Fire Red Nuzlocke. It's going to be a nightmare. I invite you to come watch it and cry for me. <laughs> that set me off on this general avoidance of an entire section of big budget games. I used to be quite a fan of the Assassin's Creed series along with some other games like Infamous growing up, but I just can't seem to want to give them a shot anymore. Um, Infamous 1 and 2 were pretty good. I love them, yeah. Uh... Um, I played... I, I only played 2 and some of Second Son. They play well. They're well made. The story is actually halfway interesting, which I'll give it credit for. 
and it's not too big. Never could get into Assassin's Creed. So the quality oopsie. varies from game to game, to be honest. Immensely so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, imb- yeah, can I? It's fine. I'm sure. That... Whether or not that's my own tastes changing or certain open world tropes aging like milk, I can't say for sure. Hell, when I played it for the first time a couple years back, I couldn't even find much enjoyment in the universally acclaimed Breath of the Wild. Oh boy, is this a bad take? Mm-hmm. Have you guys played Breath of the Wild? No. Go play Breath I of the Wild. No. I don't Go have freaking play Breath of the Wild. Don't have a switch or a Wii U. I've been meaning um, to. You you can play it on on Citra. No, Simu. Sorry, you can play it on Simu. What is that? It um, it's a magic box that that you use on your computer to play games. Okay. To Google. <laughs> uh, to Google, yeah. Um, I... it's it. I'll go ahead and type it out in Discord real quick. Okay. Thank you. Uh, for you guys, see where we at. I could. Thank you for the black screen. That's great. That's great. That. And. Hi. Whoa. I could lend you my way. You. There we go. Dylan. Nah, if you're um, streaming with it, probably not a good idea. And you can play it in in full high resolution, yada yada, so on and so forth. It's great. Okay. Um, 60 FPS. Really, the best way to play the game. Fuck yeah! <laughs> yes, please. Okay. I didn't like Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild. I oh think no! Open world RPGs have the mm-hmm. potential to be really unique and engaging, but they're bogged down by so many outdated mechanics and hypocritical design choices that staring at green Metacritic scores and overwhelmingly positive Steam reviews makes me feel like I'm being left out of an amazing insight. Mm. Right, so um, he's talking about Metacritic scores, and he's talking about uh, outdated mechanics and whatnot. He never actually covers them in this video. That's uh, true. He just complains about outdated mechanics. I'm like, which ones? And since I'm breaking this I mean, video, I wasn't a fan of GTA 4, but that was for different reasons. Not the, I've never played GTA. I can't weigh in. Fair enough. Whoa! OBS just dropped to zero. Can you guys still hear me? Am I alive? Yeah. yeah. Holy crap. OBS, what are you doing, man? Get it together. I thought you said OBS wasn't the one having problems. <laughs> no, OBS is, isn't... Well, I mean, I don't know. Could be. Shit. Um, it's fine. Yeah, you're still alive. It's probably Ubisoft. It's fine. Imagine making two pies. One pie is biggest pie you've ever seen but you know what? this is a good analogy but it's so overbloated the way he goes about it yeah. this is yeah, he, he gets very long-winded with it but he is correct um the size yeah. of the game does not make the game no breath of the wild i think is what like one fifth the size of gta 5 or something probably i forget it the point is is G- breath of the wild is not that big mm. people thought it was going to be gigantic because Somebody calculated up that the breath, the, the the starting area in Breath of the Wild was roughly the size of like the entire Ocarina of Time map, times three. Wow. <laughs> yeah, the starting area. So there was a lot of Breath of the Wild to explore and do stuff in. Now I'll yeah. admit there are sections that are a little empty, but the 
cool thing about Breath of the Wild is it, I mean, the cool thing about open world games really is if you have an interesting environment, it doesn't have to have stuff in it. You can just be pretty. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Same. Pucci, welcome in. I also talking about we're complaining that, about video games. Mm. I'd also argue that mode of transport is almost equally as important. Yes. Yes. He does touch on movement in this video, which I'm glad he does because that's the thing. It doesn't matter how big your map is, if your movement is awful, yeah. you have a you just your, your game's gonna fail. Yes. So you end up with a lot of crust. Mm, delicious pie. Right, but you'll probably get full mm. before you even find your way to the great filling hidden in the center. The other pie might be a bit Although pie is often a savory food in Australia. All sorts of great fruits and flavors. We do savory pies in America. We just more common than smother them in gravy. More common than sweet. I think. Who says yeah. I'm currently sweating it out in Genshin Impact? That's okay. Play Genshin Impact all you like. We'll still be here. Yeah. Debatable. You've played Hollow Knight? <laughs> I've played Hollow Knight. I've played it for five minutes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I've played platformers and Metroidvanias before, so I, I'm sure I can connect as to what he's talking to. I mean, I, I used to speedrun Mega Man X, for Christ's sake. Back before nice. I even knew speedrunning was a thing. Nice. <laughs> I love how he praises Mario Odyssey for being an amazing game, in spite of the fact that it's an open-world game. Mm -hmm. Although, to be fair, it's very much like Super Mario 64 in its construction, in which its open worlds are broken down into sectors so that you don't get overwhelmed by the amount of content. That would help. Again, debatable. Locations are mm. memorable enough to trigger a galaxy brain flashback every time you find a new power-up to help you get somewhere you didn't previously have access to. Debatable. Isn't that like a game-by-game -game kind of appeal? It's a very game-by-game -game opinion. Um, Metroid does this extremely well. Yes, it does. Um, Hollow Knight does okay. The thing problem with Hollow Knight is it all... It, Hollow Knight's a good game. The, the, mm. the mechanics in Hollow Knight are very well-made. It's a very tight well-constructed game visually it's very interesting but doesn't have a lot of variance and i think that hurts it a little bit that said it's still an amazing game so you yeah. know if you like hollow knight you know go for it it's a great game redemption 2 yeah. map i go oh wow look at all that barren land that probably has trees and a couple deer better go eat a bowl of cereal while my horse auto rides to the next story mission yes this is one complaint with uh, Red Dead Redemption, the map is huge. Red and Dead, yeah, Red Dead 2's map is gigantic. I don't think it needs to be that big. No. Um, and it really feels like Red Dead 2's map was made for Red Dead Online. It yeah. does not feel like it was made for Red Dead 2. No. Admittedly, I've spent the most time in Red Dead 1, and I don't remember that being an issue. Um, it's... Probably yeah. a smaller map. It was. Right. Yeah, Red Dead, is Red Dead 2 is gigantic. And I, I do enjoy playing the game with friends mm -hmm. because Red Dead Online is genuinely fun. But the single player is just okay. Okay. There's some very interesting things to find in it. Yeah. But a lot of its Easter eggs are meta. Yeah. Which I don't 
care for. Mm. I, I, I like meta jokes. I don't like meta lore. Yeah. Lore should be completely self-contained. I don't like meta lore. You show me the whole yeah. night map and the synapses start firing. So right there is the bench where you can sit with Coral and watch the rain. And when you go in the royal waterways, that's where you fight the funny poop man. And if you climb to the top left of the forgotten crossroads, a big caterpillar will throw money at you for finding his kids. With this part, to me it seems that he's just saying that uh, he just has such a short attention span, really. Which it, Yeah, you can interpret it that way. Because basically what he's saying is, I liked this game, therefore I remember it, therefore it's good. Yeah. I remember a lot about Breath in the Wild. Yeah. On the other hand, open world RPG maps are big. Really big. Since making Sometimes. the entire world interactive would be a Herculean task, the developers instead stuffed the map with points of interest. Enemies to fight, treasure chests to loot, and collectibles to mark on your minimap and walk to. This is true. Making them work organically within the game is what yes. makes it good. Yes. Uh, Ash, welcome in. What do you mean by change to podcast? Is there an option for pod? Podcast? There is. Yeah, there is. is there a podcast option? Yep. Talk shows and podcasts. There, I have done it. Thank you, Ash. Welcome, Ash. By the way. So many things to do. Hundreds of hours into these supposedly life-changing immersive experiences. Bruh, Witcher's Three is one of the best games ever made. Fight me. I haven't played it, so I'm not going to comment one way or the other. But I have heard good things about it. Same Go here. play Witcher Three. Go play Witcher Three. Play Witcher Three. Play Breath of the Wild. Um, and play Borderlands Two. Okay. Ash is apparently playing Breath of the Wild <laughs> and or Witcher Three and or. Yeah, yes, and so on and so forth. And honest to God, go play Skyrim. Just friggin' play Skyrim and get it over with. I have seriously don't like it very much. That's fine. It's okay that you don't like it, mm. but you played it. Uh, have you played Oblivion? Because that one really looks cool, honestly. I played Oblivion for an hour and a half. <laughs> I got bored. Fair enough. I'm so snooty when it comes to games, and I I can't go backwards. Okay. Really. Ash says, Breath of the Wild, I have played it on the Wii U. It's not bad on Wii U, it's better on Switch, it's even better on PC. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't even run it natively uh, at 60 on Wii U, uh, sorry, on Switch, does it? Um, It runs at 720, 35, 40-ish, I think, on handheld, and 1080p and 45-ish on TV. But on Simu. Yes, Ash, on PC, there's a program called Cemu, C-E-M-U, um, that you can utilize to play the game on PC, and it runs in 1080p. You can actually upscale it to 4K if you've got the GPU for it, and it'll run 1080p, 60fps, just like it would. And if you have a DualShock controller, or you have your PC set up to handle like a Switch Pro controller, you can... You can even use the motion controls to do the the puzzles and stuff, and then move the bow. Huh. The Simu, Ash. Oh, I gotta go type this out real quick. Nice. That is the program. I did not play this game. I heard it was amazing, but I also don't care. Mm. Feel like I've gotten 
food poisoning after the first bite of a buffet. Option that analogy doesn't make sense. Objectives and mini games are supposed to be a nice break from the established norm of an extended experience, and I think that there are plenty of great standouts. Went in The Witcher, Fishing and Poker in Red Dead 2, or literally everything in the Yakuza series. What I've found, <laughs> however, is the majority of offerings in open world RPGs are lackluster in comparison to the grand action and scale present in their combat and main story quests. Yeah. Again, really depends on the game. Uh, one of the cool things about Witcher 3 is that you can go off on a tangent and do so many quests. And mm. probably, I, I won't say all of them, but half of the optional quests in the game are every bit as enjoyable and rewarding as the main series story. And even more so with its DLC. The Blood and Wine expansion and Hearts of Stone expansions are two fully realized 20-hour games. They're amazing. The stories are incredible. That's just, I got so lost and I'm in the beginning. Yeah, that's going to happen. And don't play Witcher 1. Witcher 1's trash. It's full of weirdness and stupid stuff and it doesn't make any damn sense. Just play Witcher 2 and then play Witcher 3 if you want to play the franchise. I people hated Witcher 2. Um, it's not great. <laughs> I played it I played it all the way through and it's a really short, frustrating game because it controls like ass, but um it does provide a lot of insight to what's going on in three. So Okay. But you don't have to play any of them. You can just pick up three and go. It won't hurt you none. Follow footprints to find man who burned down a building or retrieve woman's lost frying pan from the house right next to her really cherry-picking here, because both of those quests are in the tutorial area. Mm -hmm. Or look for grandmother's ring while fighting boars. Just about knocked me out earlier than I went to bed on... I hated Horizon. <laughs> so boring. Haha, -ha, jokes. He, he got jokes, guys. You hear him say kindergarten. I'm, I'm being terrible. <laughs> while many objectives are made optional for a reason, playing an open-world game without engaging with the open... How, what is the premise of, of Horizon Zero Dawn? Are you a person in uh, fantasy land with bow and arrow and you're shooting friggin' robot monsters? More or less. To be honest, I just skipped all the cutscenes. <laughs> I could not be I, Oh, I Ash is uh, interested in joining. We said it was, uh, she said she'll be on soon. Yep. Cool. Just doesn't feel right. We will be waiting. The idea of being able to yeah. forge my own path instead of riding on a pre-built set of train tracks is interesting in theory, but everything appears so surface level that the experience doesn't feel like an adventure. Again, depends on the quality of the game, and this also just sounds like whining. The idea of a, yeah. like freedom, freedom sounds scary to me. I, I need to be told what to do of every hour of every day because I'm I'm not a human being. Feels like traveling across nothing to get to a specifically marked corner where something actually exists. Oftentimes, I find myself. I think he's coming up to the point where he talks about the uh, the movement. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Not gonna lie, this game looks like a good time waster. It does. Yeah. It yeah. does. I played both. Yeah, I played uh, Witcher two and three. I played one for like twenty minutes, but I wanted to cut my hands off and gouge my eyes out. Yes. Yes. Again, depends on the game. Yeah. 
pretty much all yeah. there is to do other than the main objective is depends on the puzzles. game depends on I, the I'm person. okay with solving puzzles this is why I play Zelda I play Zelda to solve puzzles yeah puzzle and games sometimes are great kill goblins. Puzzle, puzzle games are great they are great stimulate the brain flesh yeah a tiny amount of experience that eventually gets you another jump with your funny falcon and the reward doesn't feel worth it either okay again this depends on the game um yeah. you don't have an experience bar in breath of the wild you don't have a you do have one in witcher 3 um but they don't nickel and dime you on your experience bar you, you just you just go and you do what you want but the cool thing about breath of the wild or mm. excuse me witcher 3 is you're having you're more interested in solving the mystery of yeah. the monster then you yeah. are worried about your xp bar um and to be fair i know i did mod witcher 3 i removed weapon level requirements because if i find a super mm. awesome sword i don't want to wait you know seven hours into the game when i'm level 30 to use it screw you it's a sword give it to me so i have yeah. modded the game don't get me wrong it's not a yeah. perfect game no. my experience is not vanilla that said mm. again it depends on the game um to add to that Thinking of GTA Five and online as separate games, because really they are basically. Um, in the single player, there you get XP for different stats naturally through using them. Yeah, I like that. Um, yeah. What amuses me about that is everybody gave Final Fantasy Two crap for basically mm. doing that exact same thing, but. GTA doesn't. Ooh, it's all. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it just kind of shows the you know the, the differing tastes of different gaming subgroups yeah. and things like that. It's all based on subjective stuff. Which is, I mean, to me, it makes sense that you do something, you get better at it. Yeah. That just. That's just how it works. Yeah. Ash is saying something to me, but oh, okay. <laughs> he he keeps telling me to stop saying depends on the game, and I'm like, no, it depends on the game. Well, it it really does. It does. It, does. it depends on the game. <laughs> what do you want me to say? It also depends on the player. Sub argument, it'd be that the speed at which you can cut me another slice is a key factor in determining my overall enjoyment. Give me more pie. I'm bored. Give me more pie. I am incapable of doing anything for longer than five seconds without more pie. Give me more rewards. Give mm. me more potato chips. Again, That's the way that this guy's sounding. It's, it's, yeah, it's just literally what he sounds like. He's just yeah. being, a, being a butthead. He's a whiner. Unlock as you explore the world and get comfortable with your existing skill set. Ori and the Will of the Wisps is a particular standout because while backtracking does exist, you can parkour slingshot yourself across the map. With I wish this video was a lot more objective because the conversation yeah. as it is is very just one-sided. Yeah, it's it's then this yeah his there's no discourse here. He's not debating anything with anyone, which is part of the problem with YouTube videos in general. Um, he is expressing his opinion. My problem with it is that he's not expressing his opinion in a way. He's not telling people why he dislikes open world games. He's telling people why dis open world games are bad. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't, I don't abide by that. No. You know, if if I'm going to tell you something wrong, it's probably it's going to be because I'm going to do my best to explain why it's a genuinely objectively bad thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh goodness gracious! 
Dang, MT. <laughs> Dash just says I'm not talking smack about everything. Yes, I'm a grumpy old man. This is what I do. I talk. I, <laughs> I talk down to people. <laughs> there are literally speedrun challenges around the map. Yeah. So. Yeah. What's your point? Speedrunning is a thing. <laughs> yeah, speedrunning is a thing. There's speedruns of Breath of the Wild, and Witcher Three, and Skyrim, and and Oblivion. And Call of Duty and GTA. Yeah. You know what those games are? Open world. Oh, he got the he got the magic prize. Mm. Victory sip. Side objectives yep. offered in titles like Spider-Man and Infamous, surfing on power lines or doing sick tricks while swinging around New York makes getting to my next objective more dynamic. <laughs> yeah, he he is talking about movement here, which is good. Your mm. movement option Breath of the Wild is a fantastic example of this because in breath of the wild your movement options are varied diverse and all of them are well made and fun mm. you can shield surf fly on your magic sailcloth thing you can yes. whoosh up in the air with magic powers you can ride around on horses you can ride around on a motorcycle um you can sprint from point a to point b you can utilize your freezing time ability on a tree chop it down jump on it release it and fly off in the air your movement options are insane in Breath of the yeah. Wild. Yeah. In And this is one of the places where, like, you know, Witcher 3 is okay. It has fast traveling. You can fast travel from almost anywhere. Mm. It, it's, it's fine. Um, there's road signs all over the place. You talk to a road sign, you fast travel. It's fine. Um, I don't agree yeah. with having to reach a road sign to fast travel. I think you should be able to fast travel from wherever you are, provided yeah. you've been there before, and there only yeah. being specific points. Breath of the Wild does this beautifully. With the towers that they erect in the area, you turn them on, you activate them, they, they're good to go. You can transport to that tower at any point, from any place you want, whenever you want. Yep. And it's just correct yourself or you're getting screwed in the comments. What? Okay, well, Ash, <laughs> mind your manners in my chat, please. <laughs> don't, don't be so vulgar. Can we have a quick tangent about Spider-Man games? Sorry. You bet. Let's go for it. Okay, Cormac, yep. what have you played in regards to Spider-Man? <laughs> played a Spider-Man game way back in the day on a PlayStation Two. Which one? I don't know. <laughs> Damn. All I know is that the symbiote Spider-Man had infinite webbing, and that's the one I used. Nice. Spider-Man Three, it sounds like. Okay, <laughs> Ash, come on now. Don't. What? What is? What is going on with it? Don't. Don't use language like that. We're not doing that. Yeah. I have to. Uh, I have to delete these messages. I, I. I have to delete it, but we got to talk about it too. True. Don't. Don't say those things. Because if you really mean it, you need to go seek help. And if you don't mean it, then you're just. You're not being fair to everyone around you. So. Let's be careful with that language. Um, movement in Breath of, not Breath of, movement in Spider-Man games is great. Um, your web sling, your web sling, kelp. What is happening, Ash? What's going on? Yeah. What is happening? Was that a cat? Nah, it wasn't. No. Oh, Ash is lost in my words, apparently. So. Okay. 
Evidently, I am an unknowing, uh, I'm an all-knowing, unintelligible eldritch abomination. So, web-slinging in Spider-Man is, is great. Uh, the mm -hmm. movement options available to you are immensely amazing. It, it's great. It's exactly how you should get around in a Spider-Man game, which is one of the reasons why it makes it fun. Because even if you're not focusing on what's going on around you, you know, oh, look at that, a side mission, side mission, side mission. You can ignore them all because you're just having a good time swinging around. Yeah. This is great. This is great. It's the same thing in Breath of the Wild. Not so much in Witcher 3 or other games, but, you know, that's how it's going to be. Eve, welcome in. Ah, Aldi, thank you very much. Oh, good. This is why I modded you. Because <laughs> you're good at it. I'm grateful. Thanks. I don't know what's going on in that scene. He's 100% correct about this. So he's been right twice in a, in a, in a video. That's 25 minutes long, and we're seven and a half minutes in. Yep. Yep. Normalize what mechanic? Movement? Movement requires differing mechanics. Yes. Yeah. Very shit take. Mm -hmm. uh, Ash, that's perfectly fine. But I don't have three monitors right now, so I'll have to be careful. Let me do this. See, it's going to make my screen go blank while I do things. It's fine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That the massive map isn't interesting on its own. Meanwhile, Near Replicant had the audacity to make Vice explain out loud why fast travel would be a bad idea. And by the third playthrough, I was ready to file that bitch away in the Library of Alexandria. Yeah, I want you to see how unreasonably upset he is about this, that, the, that a game said fast travel was a bad idea. And um, it's literally nothing more than an inside joke. <laughs> it's it's an it, it's an incident, and again, I don't care for lore like meta lore jokes. Mm. Um, I think lore should be self-contained, but yeah, this was funny. Also, I want to keep in mind that the guy voicing Grimoire Vice is great. He, he didn't. I watched uh, Ed and Nozo play this on stream, and his his voice commentary is fantastic. He's, he's a great companion. He's sarcastic as shit. Great line line deliveries. Just just good stuff. Yeah. problem with these open worlds is how developers choose to display them. There's an age uh, Alright, what? Choose uh, to display them? That, that wasn't worded very well. <laughs> no. Because I'm, I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm displaying this YouTube video right now on my yeah. monitor. Yeah. yeah. That's not part of the game. I think what he meant is how they are, how they are constructed. Mm. Um, which again, yeah, I think if you condense the margins in Red Dead 2, it would be a better game. But, or at the very least, it would be a less tedious to travel game. Because I have been, I have found myself trekking all over creation, trying to get back to my posse, when really all I should have to do is just teleport to camp. But I can't do that. Fast traveling requires money, which I think is BS.
But again, also feels like Red Dead 2's map was made for Red Dead Online and not the base game. Yeah. Exposition and visual storytelling. Show, don't tell. For open world games, Ash Posse is a gang. It's a, a group of a group of people. Yeah. Yep. I think the best way of presenting just about anything is don't show and don't tell. What? Show, don't tell. That's a literary guideline, not a video game one, but okay. Yeah. Well, it's for movies and TV too, but whatever. I think the best way of presenting just about anything is don't show and don't tell. So, what are you supposed what? to do then if you can't do either? <laughs> yeah, hold on. What is, what is he saying? Yeah, show, don't tell. Which pride themselves on non-linearity. I think the best way of presenting just about anything is don't show and don't tell. This is a dumb take. <laughs> it is it so is. dumb. <laughs> this is a dumbass. What the hell did he even just say? In open world games that don't focus on linearity, the best approach will be don't show and don't tell. Okay. Get away from the computer. Just go outside. <laughs> go outside. <Yeah>. Yes. <laughs> just go outside. Don't exist. <laughs> what? That's such a crap take. Sit in a dark room, don't do anything, there's your video game, there's your open world, have fun. Wow, I'm so glad YouTube just recommended me this video, because I didn't realize how entertaining it'd be to just shit on it. <laughs> it, just, it just gave him a hard time. Yeah. It's not, not even so much that. It's also... critiquing. True. Yes, I mean, we are offering our own opinions, but I'm also telling yeah. him what a... He's, he's, he's bad at YouTube yeah. videos. Yeah. I feel like he needs like a proof checker or something, because clearly he can't write videos on his own. Like, no, the he, does, he, video he needs an editor. He needs a he needs a, a script editor, not just a video editor. Also, yeah. I love his comment here about getting flashbanged by a mini map, bro. It's in the bottom corner. <laughs> it's yeah. unobtrusive. It's, it, it's unobtrusive. All right. Sometimes you know they they forsake accuracy for being unintrusive, but yeah. like, actually, Red Dead's a good example of this because in Red Dead you can adjust the size of your mini map. Yeah, yeah. Um, you can take it off completely too if you want. Yeah, yeah. You can remove it and just uh, you know free ball all over the place. It's great. Yeah. But, and bring it back with a tap of a single button. Uh, Ash, he, yeah. she, they are domb. What is happening? Oh, they're the individual in the video. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know what the individual's pronouns are. I, 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 more than happy you just refer to him, refer to the individual as Dingus. That would work, yeah. I love the little leaves here. This is from Final Fantasy um, 15, I think, actually. Oh, yeah. Um, because I think that a horse icon is for chocobos. I remember these leaf icons in, in FF15. It is a little tedious gathering ingredients in 15, but you're not playing 15 to go gather roots. You're playing 15 because the boys are awesome. Or hundreds of yeah. other icons explaining to me that if I want to interact with the world, I should do so exclusively through the sterilized overlays and not actually... Hmm. Yeah, right. <laughs> Either way. I'm actually going to agree with him on this one. I hmm. kind of get that... I, again, this is something that's, that depends on the game. If, if your world isn't interesting, and you yeah. just go from point to point to point to point collecting things, you know, that's your right, you're allowed to do that. But I don't think that's interesting, me personally. Nah. Waypoints are not to blame for that, though. That's that's a problem with the game, but I, I do love the idea. Yes. Waypoints are an easy way to show where something is. Yeah, the direction tracker, there's nothing wrong with that. 
Not gonna lie, I was just so concentrated on his nose, I completely just didn't listen to him at all. <laughs> well, what did he say? <laughs> we should probably pay attention closely if we're gonna critique the guy. Yeah. I mean, if he's got jokes. Oh, right. So he's saying instead of interacting with the world, he's simply going from um, point of interest to point of interest, utilizing the minimap's guidance system as opposed to actually exploring. Um, yeah. Breath of the Wild doesn't have this problem. No, it doesn't. Yeah. yeah, I love that he keeps utilizing Breath of the Wild as visual examples to tie to his critiques on open world, and yet he also said earlier in the video that he did not enjoy Breath of the Wild. Yeah. That is funny. Yeah. <laughs> but he continuously uses it as a visual example of what he's referring to when he's critiquing these mechanics. Yeah. I love it. What the hell are you fighting? That was a tornado of birds? Oh, he's a Tangu demon. He's a crow man. Okay, that makes sense. That's pretty cool. That's what you call mythology right there. Rather than a menu existing to constantly remind me that I have 18 slices of mountain berry crumb hidden around the house. Checklists are bad. Um, Ash, dingus is a derogatory word <laughs> um, for an for an individual that you wish to insult, and it references a um, a man's equipment. That's a good way to put it. I do kind of find it funny that he found Barry Crunch in his toilet. That's that's funny. Ha ha. Get it? <laughs> this silly like, does sound like the guy's got a freaking attention span problem. He just like, yeah, <laughs> uh, there's too many lists. Oh god, just go wandering. Yeah, I mean, just go look for stuff. I mean, I can understand if you don't want to be told how many there are. Maybe there should be an option to turn it off. Yeah. I don't know. I think the option to turn it off would be to not look at the damn menu. Yeah. Just don't go into that section of the pause menu. I think you'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, I was meaning turning off a notification showing up on the screen when you collect one of them. There you go. You can, yeah, yeah. Well, I think you can turn off those in some games. In some. You hate me, Ash. Why? All I'm doing is talking shit about video games. <laughs> it's everyone. Well, video games and this guy, but, you know. Yeah. You know what? This game, I, I maybe I play Horizon Zero Dawn, because it is on PC, and that looks pretty. It looks yeah. pretty, yeah. That really does. Maybe I have fun with it. Who knows? Maybe. Probably not, though. Because hmm. I'm a grumpy old man. and I'm, I'm a grumpy old man, and I don't have fun with video games. Turn the console off and never come back to the game. It's very similar to Assassin's Creed, to be honest. That's probably why I didn't In, enjoy it as much. Like, uh, gameplay? Yeah. Yeah. Imagine, which Assassin's Creed? In general, or...? In general, specifically the older ones, like, one up to... Uh, one up to Unity. Okay. Yeah. Because Assassin's Creed 1 and 2 had some of the best stories I've ever seen in video games. They genuinely were written really well. They had some interesting characters to work with. They had interesting stuff to do. Um, three was kind of dumb. Four was great. Four was just Pirates of the Caribbean. Four looks fun of me to get that one to go, actually. Um, yeah, Black Flag. Black Flag, great. It, it's just pirate games. <laughs> just, yeah. just go. Just that's literally 
all you need to worry about. Go be a pirate because the story's stupid, but mm. you get to be yar, so why not? You said you call yeah. him Dingus, and when I said Dingus, you attacked me. I that did not happen, Ash. That what are you talking happen. about? This yeah. is not a thing. Blast flag best fight me. Yeah, it, he's not wrong. It's Charles Nancy, enough of this banter. You are a glee regardless, if for no other reason than I shall pay you. Quite mm. more, quite a bit more handsomely than you're used to for such an assignment. God, he's so good. I wish I, I wish I had a voice like Charles Dance. Your voice is good. I do okay. <laughs> story, no, Black Flag story's dumb. It's dumb. Haytham, okay, look, in Assassin's Creed 3, um, the main character's father, Haytham Kenway, is an infinitely more interesting character than his son, who's kind of a meathead. <laughs> I, I, Connor is a dumb little kid, um, who gets muscles. Haytham is a genuine dude with some really serious goals and a brilliant mind. He is a way more interesting character. And then they killed him, which is BS. Nonsense that I'd rather be picked up, put in a toddler booster seat, and dropped in a linear game so I can focus on interesting combat. Wait, wait. Maybe I would have enjoyed finishing some of these stories, but the way in which they're presented have so much extra nonsense that I'd rather be picked up. What does he mean by that? Booster seat and dropped in a linear game so I can focus on interesting combat or interactive storytelling. He literally admitted to the thing that we've been accusing him of the entire time. <laughs> He's a little baby dapper bearing, little baby diaper wearing brat boy who just wants to play a game and not have to use thinky thinky bits. You. Mm. Haven't finished the game. I don't know that. No, I'm talking about AC3. Yeah, you're fine. Black Flag, whatever. I don't even know the story in Black Flag 4. That's how interesting it was. I understand <laughs> there are certain options to customize and disable trackers and mini maps, but considering how open world games very are ill equipped to be talking about open world games, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if he. I, okay, you don't like him. That's fine. I don't need. I, okay, so. If he doesn't like them, that's fine. If he wants to make a 10-minute video explaining why he doesn't care for open-world games, that's fine. That should be an informative piece because he does reviews of games. This could be some kind of forward video saying, hey, not a big fan of open-world games. Here's yeah. why. So if I review one, please understand that it's going to negatively affect my score because I don't care for them. That's yeah. fine. But yeah. the video being 25 minutes long and the way it's ex uh, presented is literally sitting here telling us that we're less intelligent than him for liking open world games. Yep. Or take. Go play fighting games. Some <laughs> of them are fun. I mean, I'm terrible yeah. at fighting games, but some of them are fun. I mean, I, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll mess with Street Fighter 2. Yeah. But I also I noticed he just kind of tends to stick to a, like, a single type of open world game. Mm. Like he keeps coming back to Red Dead, Horizon, and Spider-Man. Yeah. That's mostly what I meant. He's played like three or four. Yeah. Yeah. I think what Ash was saying is that because fighting games are often more fast paced. Mm, bite sized. Yeah. And uh, Zelda. Zelda's great. I love Zelda. I'll play Zelda all day. And laid out. Secrets of my own accord isn't always a viable option. And when Finding secrets of my own accord is not always a viable option. Why? Yeah. What the hell? Why? What? Then what's the point of a secret then? <laughs> yeah. I can't discover secret. I can't solve puzzle. Why is puzzle in game? I don't know. 
Mm. When a pop-up tells me I've found two out of 50, it removes... Okay, that's too many freaking collectibles. I'm sorry. Mm. <laughs> that, that's too many. That's that's stupid. <laughs> I'll give him that one. 50, 50 artifacts, because I know that there's more collectibles than in the game, too. There's like 130 different things that you can find in a bunch of different costumes and masks and bandanas and swords and styles and crap. So I, I, I'll give him that one. Hang on, hang on. I have a really oddly specific example, but... um. The Amazing Spider-Man game, the movie tie-in game on PS3, that did that kind of collectible really well because with every 10 pages of comic book you collect, you get a new comic to read in the extras, giving you incentive. There you go. Mm. That's dynamite. That's dynamite. Yeah, I love that. But the problem Uh, is a lot of games don't do that. (laughs) And it just can feel very monotonous to just try and collect everything Mm. of a large quantity. It's not. There's nothing interesting about that. Ash fifty is not a lot by itself, um, but it isn't just fifty. Um, it's fifty of these things and fifty of those things and fifty of that thing and fifty of another thing. Yeah, it, it builds up quickly. Um, in Assassin's Creed alone, you you can get like you have to find thirty pages, thirty coins, thirty song notes. Like it's it's nuts. Yeah. At the very least, when you gathered pages in Assassin's Creed 4, you unlocked sea shanties. There you go, yeah. yeah. That's a cool thing. Yes, we will be talking about Zelda at some point, Ash. Do not yeah. worry. We'll happily talk about Zelda. Subconsciously affects the way I think about the content. Game brainwash me, game bad. Collectibles aren't <laughs> things to be discovered organically. They're bullets mm. on a to-do list to remind you of how close you are to that next achievement. Uh, Breath of the Wild does one thing really bad in this regard. Mm. The Korok seeds, while they do have uses, are not interesting. And the puzzles to find them are pretty brain dead. Yeah. Yep. Looks like Ash is coming to the call. Yep. Can you imagine if there was did. A some of them for finding every Korok seed? If you found one and it said 764 left to go. <laughs> but it doesn't do that. Yeah. Mm. But it but it doesn't do that. Can you imagine yeah. what that would do to people? Keep in mind that he didn't like Breath of the Wild. When it comes down yeah. to it, he keeps using it as a positive example. What? Yeah, he, he keeps doing it. Yeah, he keeps on doing it. I don't know. Maybe he's more objective than we're giving credit for. I don't know. I like making fun oh. of him. Big map really means something. There's been so much competitive advertising from every AAA publisher over the past decade that they've created the biggest open world yet. But it only feels like the open world exists to be slapped on the back of the box. So Isn't Far Cry pretty it, guilty of that? Yes, GTA has done it too. Um, this is actually a valid point. Now, I'm not saying that open world games are bad here, but I do think that they don't need to be made bigger. I no. think making them bigger is a mistake. I think if you're going to improve an open world, don't make them bigger, make them denser. Because yep. traveling mm-hmm. is not fun. People Welcome, think Ash. big and they think lots of stuff. Welcome in, Ash. But you make them denser. You can yep. do that. Make them yep. more. Yeah. Yeah. What could okay. I'm a little bit sleepy, so don't judge me. Not fair enough. You're tired? I just woke up. Oh my god, you sleep and stuff? Wow. 
I tried By the way, there's, there's only 900 Korok seeds in Breath of the Wild, Ash, not 999. Yeah. Get on my level. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Spam the Nike. But the zero key is so far away. I didn't finish, finish Breath of the Wild 100% because I got bored of that. Yeah, no one's going to do that. <laughs> People, it is a category on speedrun. Yeah, run, there's, a, like there's a 20 something hours. It's Yeah, it's like 25 hours of, of a gameplay. Yeah, because it, it's ridiculous. People are. They even give you a giant pile of poo as a reward. Yeah, a golden. <laughs> if you get all 900, yeah, a big golden poo. <laughs> it's like, it's pretty, pretty self explanatory. <laughs> yeah. Because why? was aiming to deliver the next step, which was actually making the big world feel alive and reactionary, but we already know the story of the boy who cried next-gen open-world action role-playing video game. Yes! Um, garbage takes. Cyberpunk was not the fault of the developers. It was the fault of the the uh, producers and the higher-up in the company who not only gimped them, but gave them, like, one-fifth of their promised budget and then told them, go have fun. Also, Cyberpunk... <laughs> I'd say most of the problems with Cyberpunk come from it being come from come from it being rushed and yes yeah of course that, not that it's an open world correct yes uh, this is yeah so yeah we're sitting here defending Cyberpunk um, you know, for well, why it came the way it is but he it literally does not have a a leg hmm. to stand on for his argument because he's 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 misplacing the uh, the blame. That's yeah. true. But also, partially, uh, just creating an open world period is going to be a lot more time consuming. And it's yeah. yeah, it's harder to make by default. Yeah. Yeah. So, Especially if you're creating a completely fictional one. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, like at least in Red Dead 2, that area exists in real life. That landscape exists. They or, just digitized a portion of the American Midwest. That, that's it. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then added weird stuff. To it like yeah. aliens and stuff yeah oh my god that guys that Jesus car Christ. crashed that car did you see that massive graphical and, and collision glitch that happened that's because it was an open world game oh, yeah, totally yeah. i genuinely <laughs> hope that this guy finds his way back to us and watches us making fun of him on video so he can make a response video oh my god we should yes. put him on his twitter or something <laughs> yes start a twitter feud <laughs> start <laughs> beef with a random dude let's do it <laughs> No. We can become famous. No. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. Get a reputation as assholes. <laughs> I'd be fine with that. Where did he get this information? Uh, I don't question. mind. Yeah. Where Where is this data curated from? Yeah, sources. I don't know. Wikipedia. It doesn't look like a Wikipedia graph. No, no it doesn't. No, no it doesn't. doesn't. Um, also, we're going to back up a bit. Calm down. Buttons. <laughs> Goes on to talk about microtransactions are not an open world problem. No. By any no, stretch. No, no. Uh, in fact, this the most common... Yeah, this is a moot point completely. And the, mo yeah. the most common form of uh, microtransaction problem we see today is in sports games, particularly the FIFA series. Mm. Oh, get so, out of here. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it, is it a problem? Yes. Is it a problem unique to open world games? No. No. Get that out of here. 
Yeah. Additional content and in-game. Someone gets me. No one gets you. Yeah. Someone gets you. Yeah. Someone. I kind of love the smiley face on the saw blade there. That's kind of. Yeah. kind of fun. It seems fun. Holy moly. It's beginning to feel like even single-player games are embracing the games-as-a-service model wholeheartedly. Are we talking about microtransactions or open-world games now? Mm, a little bit of both. Yeah. We got lost. I thought... Microtransactions... Oh, okay. Oh, here Get we go. Here we go. Microtransactions... Uh, they're problem in games in general. Mm-hmm. Not... Not open world. This is a different topic that's yeah. not suited for this video. No. Yes. Pad the video out. Oh. I hate Genshin Impact. Never oh, played it. <laughs> I, I hate it. Um, I, I am incensed that their gotcha system is one of the most stringent and low quality prize mm. reels in the industry. The gameplay itself is incredibly repetitive and boring. And the world, to me, is not that interesting at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will admit that... Have you finished? Because there you, No, no one's finished Genshin Impact. No one has finished the game. Nobody. No, in Because there's like eight more you, regions to unlock. Have you finished? Uh, have you stopped, like, watching? Or yeah, I don't. I don't watch people play... I will watch my people play Genshin. I will not watch any a random streamer play Genshin. Yeah. Because I'm not watching Twitch to watch gameplay, I'm watching Twitch to hang out with cool people. Yeah, I get you. Know, I give Genshin Impact a couple points for scattering menial things to do across the map. Menial things is yeah. in open okay, chests okay, and okay. continuously fighting. It the puzzles in Zelda, you, you have a different puzzle each time you want to unlock a miniature prize in the world map. In Genshin, it's the same thing. Open chest, fight dudes, get contents. Open chest, fight dudes, get contents. Um, light three torches, fight dudes, open chest. It it's the same mm. thing everywhere you go. Mm. Can I? Oh, okay, so you have, yeah, that's true that most of the content is repeated, but one thing good about Genji, and that is bad too, because of the character requirement, uh, the game is not fully uh, repeated, because you can change teams and uh, figure, that, at least for me, I like to do that a lot. You can change teams and figure out a new way to play with that team. Mm. So besides, the, yeah, you do have a lot of mechanic, characters, but the, the problem with it is like of... most of the characters do the same thing. They swing at bad guys, and there are some differences uh, in elemental stuff that you can do. Like um, you know, they do interact, but you know what is? There's no difference fundamentally between. Um, this fire spear person and that fire spear person, they're they're the same character. They just have different stats. They're going to do the same things. And they'll have different mm. ultimates and things like that, but they all do the same stuff again and again. Mm. It's just elemental interactions, Why? of which there are only a handful of, and there are no it's combos in the lot. game to be had. It's all mash the attack button and wait for your specials to unlock. It's one of the reasons why I don't care for MMOs. Fuck mm. you. Because you're just waiting for cooldowns. Most MMOs are good. If you like repetitive button pressing and mathematics oh with graphics, that's basically an MMO to me. Mm. 
you. I think this is also another discussion. <laughs> yeah, we'll yeah. move on. Yeah, yeah we're talking is. about open world. We're, yeah, we're, we're, we're giving this guy a hot take. It's not a Breath of the Wild ripoff. The only thing it ripped Whoa. off from Breath of the Wild is the floating, the, the gliding mechanic and the climbing walls. That's it. I thought it was literally they, the same engine. Was it? Uh, it, I, I'm amazed if it was because Nintendo's stuff is almost exclusively proprietary. Yeah, true. I'd true. be astonished if they got the Breath of the Wild engine. Oh, but yeah. I also know it's not because the physics don't interact the same way they, they do. I mean, it, could, it could be based off the engine. It's, yeah, it's visually based off of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. By the way, Gormac, mm -hmm. when you said um, the movement on uh, Breath of the Wild, it's not the f magic thing, it's the paraglider. Um, yes, I said the, the glider and the magic thing. You can you magic can use Rivali's Gale to whoosh oh, in the air. It's another form of movement. That's not the form of movement. Moving okay. on. God. It is form of movement. You go from one point to another point. <clears throat> I mean, yes, you use the paraglider to do it, but it's still a, a combination thing you do to perform movement in the game. It's a way to overcome physical obstacles. Okay, I don't understand this part. Neither do I. Um, also, Amber is uh, at least for me, adorable. Is I love Amber. She's great. Some of the yeah. characters in Genshin are a lot of fun. I'll, I'll admit to that. Uh, Amber's awesome. I love her. I think he's just Amber ripping is... off a joke from the gaming Brit. <laughs> I mean, I don't know why. Why get the cutouts? Because that was the guy in that doing? video. I don't know. It doesn't add anything. No, what was he saying? Let's see. With every addictive mobile game design tactic plastered on top, it is now disqualified from being recognized as an actual video game. What? <laughs> I mean, I agree with him. I just don't agree with his reasoning why. <laughs> I, I don't like Genshin at all. Uh, you're, you'll never catch me playing Genshin. The ever. But... I mean, yeah, he's right. It's barely a video game. I just don't agree with his reasoning behind it. Mm. Aww, look at you. Okay. I can't comment on I just want to say this, though. I just want to say... Look at you. Mm. <laughs> that look at her. Amber is totes norbs. <laughs> I mean, she could probably use a pair of pants. I mean, you know, who doesn't like a nice mm. pair of pants? But she's totes dorbs. Look at her. And he's going to whack her with a PVC pipe, I assume. Probably. What is that? Is that a wiffle bat? I think it's a wiffle yeah. bat. Yeah. It's probably just mad he can't get laid. Here we go. Outdated game design. I love it. Let's go, boys. Let's let's mm. hear his opinion on outdated game design. Wait, we're all, we've only been in chapter one. It's been like... It's been 12 minutes. Yeah. And we're only, we're, we're only getting on chapter two. Minutes. Half of half of chapter one was spent talking about things completely unrelated to chapter one, though. So, yeah. OBS, get it together. You're dropping frames like nonsense. It's crazy. You you, you make me look <laughs> stupid here. OBS, come on. Sounds like I'm about to bust out the game maker's toolkit, but all it really means is that I can't stand shit like menial crafting mechanics and boring mission design. Okay. Please save me from this. <laughs> Isn't there crafting in Hollow Knight? No, there's not no grafting. Pretty sure there's an upgrade system in Hollow Knight. Yeah, system. it's the nail upgrade and mm -hmm. a 
crafting. Actually, one of the complaints it. people had with Breath of the Wild was there was no crafting system. One of the biggest mods in the game is in, is um, importing you a crafting have, system man. into the game. Because it really seems like they were going to go for one, and they just kind of didn't do it. Also, cooking. This, I love you. Cooking is also a form of crafting, yes. This, I, I know from having done this mission, and looking, and having played almost a thousand hours of GTA V. Nerd. Yes, I am. Um, Understatement. <laughs> <laughs> this is a side mission. One of Franklin's side missions. Yep. And this is not on a very recent version. This is on PS2. PS3, Xbox what? 3. PS2. Great. <laughs> so, one of the things I want to add on to that comment is um, yep. there there is a mission in GTA 5 early on where you have to go tow a, a car. Yes. For, for somebody because they flaked out or whatever. Now, yep. oh, excuse me. So what they do is in this moment, they have the characters communicate with one another. Yes. They explain the situation. They explain the lore. They talk about what's going on. Yeah. You can make arguments all day long as to whether or not you think it's organic or well done or blah, blah, blah. You can do whatever you want. Fine. Mm. But the point is, is they were intelligently using their time. Yes. Rockstar's pretty good about this. They're yes. not perfect, but they're pretty damn good about being smart, but how they apply their gameplay integrating with their story. They, yes. they try really hard to make it work. Sometimes it works, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. It's fine. Nobody bats a thousand, but they put in the effort. Yes. Really, really a disingenuous slam uh, to these kinds of things. When Absolutely. all the dynamic ways in which video games are able to tell stories, stealth, trailing, and escort missions... Yeah, video games do have a lot of ways to tell stories. One mm. of these days, I'll go on a, a massive rant telling you why I think Dark Souls is the dumbest form of story um, Dark Souls telling there tell is. Uh, tell Dark Souls story. doesn't tell you a story. You just have to kind of figure it out, and it's like... Yup. Ooh, how interesting. So it's storytelling if you want to just talk here, about that. Go through blatant lies and stuff. And if you like that particular form of presentation, that's fine. More power to you. I just think Dark Souls 2's, Dark, excuse me, the Dark Souls franchise in general method of storytelling is um crap. Oh my god! Just my opinion. It's fine. Yeah. It also, didn't take me 25 minutes to say it. Hmm. At least you could also back up your points with that. Yeah. What's that? Uh, at least you can back up your points with that. Yeah. I don't get mad at Cormac for trash-talking some of the games I like because he can have a good argument about it. Mm. Oh, thank you. About why yeah, I if I have like a garbage it. take on something, absolutely call me out. I'll either expand yeah. upon it or I'll shut up. Yeah. Um, I, will, can, I will agree that often um, escort... Yeah. Escort missions. Yeah. They're not... Not generally great. They're no, basically um, auto-scrollers. Yeah. It, they're either brain-dead because you can't lose, or they're immensely frustrating because the AI just isn't up to snuff. Yeah. <laughs> AI and and that's it's really what it boils down to is the AI. Because yes. look at yeah. any multiplayer game there is. Look at any of them. And yeah. you tell me that you haven't had at least 
one experience where either you playing as an inexperienced player were escorted by someone more powerful than you, or you as a more powerful player escorted someone weaker than you mm. to get them where they were going. You tell me you have never done an escort mission in your life in a multiplayer game. I have. Everyone's okay, done that for a friend or an acquaintance or somebody mm. in their guild or on their Discord channel or something like that. Yeah, the I only thing you, that makes escort missions mind-numbingly difficult is the bad AI and stupid conditions around it. Yep. I, I have been the escorted one. I never was the escorting person. You're mistaken, Ash. You did it for me when we played Dark Souls 3. We fight. We fought um, okay. the Goondir. Uh, and you escorted me through the mission, and we fought Goondir. Yes, you were. I, you were fighting monsters on the way. more the other guy. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Point is, is you showed up, you assisted, you performed an escort mission. Okay, it just wasn't fine. one the game provided for you. It was one you did yourself. <laughs> There's nothing inherently wrong with an escort mission. No. There's something wrong with an escort mission with a bad AI who won't stop yeah. walking yes. into gunfire. Yes. <laughs> when I... So that's what I wanted to get in. When I am being escorted, I normally try to be as fast as the other person and be behind the other person. You like, keep up, you do as you're told, you, you cooperate. AIs can't AI do that. Does go fucking away from you and just die. Mm -hmm. yeah. like, they walk into the gunfire, they walk off a cliff, crap like that. Yeah. Yep. So it's either unwin it's either winnable. It's either unwinnable because the stupid thing is, is your AI is a dingus and keeps walking into like grenades, or it's so brain-numbingly easy because you can't lose. Yeah, there's almost I no have, in between. I have done one um, escort mission, and it was in a hard difficulty that the AI was pretty good. Was it mm, Titanfall impressed. too? I mean, yeah, there's ways to do it right, but even mm. the escort mission in Zelda's Twilight Princess. Is um is frustrating, which, and I loved that game. Which uh, they're in a carriage and they've got to go from point A to point B oh, to escape no, the encroaching monsters, and you got to beat I up the dudes surrounding the, the wagon. Yeah, it, it's 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 mega frustrating, but you got to do it. Yeah, yeah, because you can't tell the I, cart to stop. You can't tell them to hey wait, let me gather my thoughts, or hey hold here, there's an ambush up ahead. Yep, you mm. just have to run. And hope for the best. And that's frustrating. I'm going to turn my mic down slightly. Yeah. It's like I'm peeking on the red a little bit. What's boring? I love stealth games. I love stealth games too, but you got to admit, the opening missions aren't the best, but also Which? you need to teach the player the mechanics. Yeah. So yeah. that's what um, you can take there. Trailing, yeah, I agree with that. And trailing missions are a little lopsided. Trailing I don't care missions? for them myself. A trailing, okay, like in Assassin's to... Creed, when you follow somebody. Oh, mm. fuck, I hate that shit. Yeah, yeah, kind of copy that. It, it... I mean, it's good when you are like, yeah, when you finish the fucking mission because you are like, yeah, fuck that guy. And like, <clears throat> yeah, because Oh, you feel rewarded, but like the process to getting there is so annoying. It can be, yeah. Because especially, and, and the reason behind them, why they're frustrating is because they're slow. Trailing missions are just mad slow. 
Um, I disagree with him on stealth, though. If you screw up a stealth mission, it's your fault. Yes. Uh, yes. I mean, First you can... stealth mission I hated the most was in Sly Cooper. In Sly yes, Cooper 2, the first literally chapter. Literally a stealth based game. When you have to follow yeah. the Mitri. Yeah. The, the lizard guy. I just. Sometimes you don't. You can't uh, be noticed in that mission at all. Sometimes there was just like a fucking random dude in a fucking ceiling. Hey, Ash, do, you fucking... those, do you remember those um, missions where you have to chase What's-Her-Face down to the objective? Uh, Which is, oh, uh, Carmelita Fox, I think her name is? Uh, one of them. One of the cops, yeah. But yeah. Okay. Is, oh, yeah. God, no. And, yeah, and she's super slow. I've actually outran her and failed a couple of missions because of that. Yeah. <laughs> there, she's so, not yeah, so... So I again, these aren't problems really with the game mechanics. These are problems. These are examples of AI. poorly designed versions of these problems. Exactly. Yeah. It's not the, the game problem is the AI yeah. problem, basically. It's not the concept; it's the execution. For which, sure. yeah. okay, to be fair, sometimes they're executed badly. But we're not talking about the mechanic. We're right talking way. about their yeah. So again, this is irrelevant. <laughs> Depends on the game. Yeah. Yes. Depends on the game. You should probably change the. You should probably change the name to the title to depends on the game. <laughs> well, you should have just, just removed open worlds and just kept it as games are a mess. <laughs> games are a mess. That would bring yeah. more <laughs> That would bring more facing. It would have been a better title, yeah. <laughs> I love doing that, that's fun. <laughs> oh yeah, Infamous was a lot of fun. I only played like five minutes of it. So, with that, with that part from the from JCI, that is not part of a mission. Jumping out of that biplane. There's one mission where you have a biplane. And it it is a following mission, but it's you don't you, I don't know it, you don't even play as that character in it. The mission also, is also throwing lightning is unrealistic. Game is two out of ten. Would not slay. <laughs> this game is great. What did he say? What is what is he doing? Dumb shit. Button prompts or failing to follow someone at a distance for the fifth time feels counterintuitive to the best parts of an open world. Okay, which would be what are the best parts of an open world? Like doing dumb shit with vehicles, stabbing mm. people with. Okay. I love doing that in Assassin's Creed. A standoff or finding a cool secret entirely on my own. Uh, my point with what I was saying about that biplane pass is that. The person would have had to have gone looking for it. Sure. Well, yeah, that was his point. Uh, he, he, his counterpoint was that messing around with vehicles and stuff like that is part of the fun of open worlds and is therefore yeah. counterintuitive to do things like trailing missions and stealth. The combat and exploration oh, mechanics clearly work. Yeah, that, no, that doesn't make sense. It's so bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Elements like experience systems, inventory management, and automatic path travel rip you away from the fun part just to make the big world take up more of your time. Go play fighting games. 
that's why they oh my god i'm getting a little tilted because yeah, this this video is really turning into why you should stop having fun mm. <laughs> stop having that's fun like, playing this particular type of video game <laughs> you know have fun that for a reason because he's not and this is my reason experiment. for it because he, all he's doing is complaining yeah yeah um, he's not offering. Don't have an argument about it. Yeah, there's no. There are no. There are mad. Very little That's... in the way of, of positive examples, and there is nothing in the way of suggestions to make it work. No. If you don't it's all like just grinding games, go right. fucking away. Don't trash talk them. They are good. Okay. Well, making it work in his opinion. Like, yeah, yeah, he's, yeah he's, he's not offering any kind of solution to the problem. It's all it's all whining. It's yeah. just say, I don't like this game. Stop playing them. Like, mm. no. Yeah. Would, you say, would you say he's kind of just creating problems? It's a bitch about it. Yeah, they are, uh, he's creating. Well, you could make that. I don't think he's actually creating problems. Because uh, he hasn't of it. outright lied about anything yet. He is doing some just... Disingenuous examples, mind you. Um, some of these examples are really cherry picked. Yeah. He hasn't outright lied yet. He hasn't outright lied, but he has just brought up a lot of irrelevant discussions into. Yeah. Uh -oh. Well, that's just because he doesn't know how to format a video. <laughs> mm. I don't think it's malice so much as it's ignorance. Fair enough. Game that was not designed for precise movement. And then in the main yeah. story, you have to walk stealthily and slowly on the ground. I'm gonna go gravity rush myself off on cliff. Cool. Um, I had a bad experience with this one game, therefore all open world games are bad. That this, yeah. is, this is very... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fuck off. All the Assassin's Creed games play the same. <laughs> That's true, unfortunately. Well, I, I'm actually going to advocate for Assassin's Creed all playing the same as being a yeah. good thing. If you're going to play the same thing in a franchise, uh, switching up the game mechanics every game, I think, is a bad way to maintain your audience. I agree. It's bad. Uh, make them just improve on the mechanics. Yeah, you know, make them more smooth. If the game is good like make that, them work well. Keep it like that, mm -hmm. and then just continue to write interesting, interesting stories. Especially in AC, uh, you're drawing from history to make your stories. There's twenty five thousand years of history. You're never gonna run out of material. No. Also, yeah. Ubisoft make Assassin's Creed in Japan. Everyone wants it. That That's why everyone is playing. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima, because Ghost of Tsushima is basically Assassin's Creed in Japan. Make the game, you make trillions. I'm serious. Everyone yeah. wants to be a ninja. Just let us be a ninja. Yeah, yeah but Assassin's that would be like Ninja Creed, not Assassin's Creed. Okay, fuck off. I I'm stupid. Keep going. <laughs> don't don't listen. I mean, to the what other I games said. are basically just ninjas in other countries. So this yeah. the League of Assassins are ninjas. They're just yeah, don't, anyway, don't, forget, what forget what I said. Forget what I said. Moving on. Inherently, that wouldn't be so bad, but specifically oh with God. Assassin's Creed, I just find they don't change it up enough. 
the level of consistency in the open world mechanics over the years have largely been unchanged. This is a bad thing because I don't like open world games. Yeah, Not to mention to the fact that movement and other things like that have been drastically altered and improved upon. Again, Breath of the Wild. Yeah, um, Breath of the Wild was a good change. No, don't fuck me. Yeah, because they improved the movement. That's one of the engines nuts. <laughs> one of the major things about the uh, remasters for the GTA trilogy is that they are bringing new, better movement mechanics. Like. Yeah, they're um, rebuilding the game. Yeah. They're doing what they should have been doing. Engine. On a different engine as well. I mean, That's exactly what they should do. Yeah. I'm, I don't mind um, some changes, and I'm not going to talk about the. I will talk about the non open world, like Ratchet and Clank, because you have, like, platform based, a little bit of fighting, and then in, in the first three. And then in Gladiator, or Deadlock, depending on your region, it's all focused on, it's more focused on combat than uh, in uh, in platform. And for me, it was a good change. They could keep it. But it's good seeing, uh, making that to see what works and what not. Actually, the funny thing is, you bring up Ratchet and Clank, uh, a crack in time was open world. Oh, right. oh, yeah, Kraken Time was open open world. Well, that makes Ratchet and Clank a bad game. Because <laughs> we are learning Ratchet and Clank is a bad game now. I will be the... Sorry, I don't make the rules. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently this guy does. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Uh, Actually, hold on real quick. I'm, I'm curious to see his like-dislike ratio. Yeah, it's pretty solid. Mm, it's only got 169,000 views, though. That, that, that checks out. Nice. How the fuck he has 16k likes? <laughs> Good question. What now? Oh, there's an next. No, it's not an escort mission. What was the question? I don't know. Uh, how, how does he have 16,000 likes? Yeah. I'll because he has, over, he has over 150,000 views. And only 1k. Okay. Um, dislikes, what the fuck? Yeah, he's got... children. It's his about... audience, it, yeah, I mean, because he's got actually with 350,000 subscribers like with that kind of viewers, he's not doing too there? bad. Fucking no. Breath of the Wild. That's oh, like, why? Ingenuous. How do you mean? Please kill me. He's not. It's not exactly. Oh, I don't think it should be gaming. I don't think it should be under gaming. It shouldn't be Breath of the Wild. Or Breath of the Wild. Oh, yeah, this matter. absolutely should not be in there because. Um, gaming, even I don't Breath care, Wild... but Breath of the Wild, what the fuck? Can we talk about how YouTube is broken again? <laughs> it, was YouTube ever good? Like, um, was not broken? Oh, here we go. Additional footage and sources, Yahoo News, Oxhorn, Gamers Little Pregland, Full Playthroughs, Shirako, DSP Gaming. DSP Gaming? Wait, DSP Gaming? That Dark Side Phil? Yes, yes. <laughs> wow, yes. What the the, the amazingly insightful and oh genius God. gamer, Dark Side Phil. Cormac, this explains a lot. <laughs> it really does, actually. I, I really, oh, boy. Oh, uh, a-Q-U-P-A-Z, whatever the hell that is. Gamers Prey, Jack Frags, Colton Mush, 
Throneful, Adam Hart Gaming, The Deluminators, Game Informer, Echo Sama, Zephyr, and Snowman Gameplay Archive. Cyberpunk glitches, courtesy of user Spy for Killer, Showy01, PBA Sydney, and Don't Don't U234. Sure. Cutscenes bad. I would rather watch cutscenes. I like cutscenes. He literally said he'd rather watch cutscenes. Go play Final Fantasy. Fuck off. I have played a lot of well, a big lag game, so. And Windows, please play the mission how we intended, and side quests are designed. Oh, okay, I hate when game. They um, you have all kinds of objectives you can do in Breath of the Wild, and you're allowed to do them however you like. As long as it gets <laughs> done, they don't care. Yeah. Actually, there are multiple ways to quest, in Witcher 3, as a matter of fact. Uh, the almost every quest you do, with even a modicum of story, has more than one outcome. You have a good outcome or a bad outcome. Sometimes you have a neutral outcome. It depends on how you handle the quest. I mean, yeah. yeah, in some of them you swing your sword, but in some of them you don't do anything. You just find the culprit and uncover it. There's all kinds of crazy quests. One of my favorite quests is the, I think, is Way of the Hero. It's like if you get to the lady that gave you the quest with the Master Sword, you just mm. win. You just finish the quest. If not, you have to wait a little bit of time and do it again. <laughs> I just love that mission so much. Oh, I see. One thing I want to point out, listen closely here. You can do one cool fight followed by two cutscenes. Stealth missions are make sure to follow our clearly marked bushes and windows. Please play the mission how we intended. And he just complained about this mission he did being linear. And only having one way to do it. That is, he was literally advocating for linearity earlier in the video. Yeah. That's this guy, if he had even a semblance of credibility left in him, it's all Just gone now. Close the video. Yeah. No, you're the finishing video. the damn video. Don't you see? We got 12 minutes left in the no, 11 minutes left in this video. Yeah. Movement is. What did you say? By implementing the marked bushes and windows, please play the mission how we intended, and side quests are designed by implementing the most menial tasks imaginable into a world menial. of endless opportunities. Right, because shame on a game for not implementing literally everything that real life can offer. Calm down. Mm. Game mechanics are going to be restrictive in some ways. I'm yeah. sorry, but you can't play a flute in the middle of a dadgum boss fight because the game didn't consider the fact that you might want to be a weird troll to be something that they wanted to program. Unless you're a bard. In which case. Or a bard, yeah, sure, go for it. Again, depends on the game. Oh, yeah. Depends on the game. Everything depends on the game. Climb wherever the hell you want in Breath of the Wild. I got next. Yeah. Just holding down a Spidey Sense button and being told exactly where footprints and points of interest are, and leveling systems exist to help sell microtransactions or prevent you from exploring and doing quests. Oh my god. Holy crap. Okay, so what he just said applies to Genshin and it applies to Assassin's Creed Odyssey. It does not apply to any previous Assassin's Creed game. Doesn't apply to Breath of the Wild. Doesn't apply to uh, Witcher 3. Doesn't apply to Witcher 2. Um, although, to be fair, Witcher 2 is a much less of an open world game. I'll give that one. Does not apply to Skyrim, Oblivion, Morrowind. 
he has given an example for two bad takes in two games and is smearing uh, the entirety of the open world genre in that hmm. same sentence. Probably that's super too. shit take. Two yeah. is in, or as the kids would call it, absolutely cringe. Cringe, mm-hmm. bitch. cringe, 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 bitch. I'm the youngest here. I just realized that now. Mm-hmm. And what the the idea that the visual being if you anger an animal, it will attack you. <laughs> not really. Most sure. will, but not really. Daily, after this episode's done, could you do like a compilation of It Depends on the Game? <laughs> it depends on the game? <laughs> the oh make a counter. Make a counter. Make a counter, yeah. Would it be per person or for everyone? Everyone. Everyone. Hour and a content, just... Depends on the game, and then we cut to the game <laughs> to provide context. Oh, that'd be great. Shit, let's do that. Yeah. <laughs> Wrap it up, boys. We're done. <laughs> See you on YouTube. <laughs> Doing quests at your own. Oh my god. The map is fucking huge. It doesn't gotta be that big, you know. My horse get tired. All right, look. Again, this Why? is a, this is a fair commentary. The maps are too big. I will agree with that. But. This one complaint is surrounded and inundated by so many shit takes. I, stop giving the internet to kids. Again, it does depend on the game. Yeah, immensely <laughs> depends on the game. Uh, Breath of the Wild is nowhere near as big as Red Dead Redemption 2. And again, yeah, Red Dead is a bad example for this because, or rather a good example for it, because it's too big. It, it is. is. It's really pretty. Yeah. Red Dead 2 is gorgeous to behold. And yeah. you can just go trail riding and enjoy the surroundings. Like, you can. Yeah. yeah. But Fight me, I will never see that red. Getting red anywhere is... Getting anywhere is a chore. Yes. You imply that every open world game suffers from all of these issues. You literally spent the last 14 minutes advocating <laughs> that exact thing. <laughs> Some games create tons of weapons and tools to keep encounters varied, and which you don't like because you don't like crafting. Others manage mm. or collecting to genuinely implement player choices into branching storyline, which you don't like because you prefer linearity. Okay, sorry, I was dying. <laughs> In this part, what happened? Um, um, I'm utilizing things that he has said in the video to disprove the points he makes in his own video. Yeah, I yeah. haven't seen in the the last like ten seconds, so please tell me what's happening. Some games create tons of weapons and tools to keep encounters varied. Which he doesn't like because he doesn't like crafting. He doesn't like sure. um, collectibles. And others manage to genuinely implement player choices into branching storyline. Which he doesn't like because he prefers linearity. He wants the game to hold his hand. He admitted as much. Except he doesn't like linear linearity because Ah, but you see, except he does like linearity because he's a diaper baby. <laughs> we can do this all day. <laughs> oh my god, I do this no, this is gonna piss me off. This is one of the best innovations in open world games. Matching speed yep. with whomever you're with. There's nothing wrong with this. I mean, I'll admit yeah. that it is a band-aid over what shouldn't be a problem, but they yeah. tried. Yeah. You're still not happy with it, but yeah. complaining Fuck about off. the band-aid is... No, you're complaining about the problem. Yeah. Hush. 
seem to contradict the idea of freedom that these games are built around. Oh, oh fucking hell. I do have complaints about the driving AI in yeah. GTA 5. It is... Stupid? It's it is, yes. yeah. it, <laughs> it Well, it, they are violent, the AI. They will often swerve into you <laughs> on purpose. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and the thing about it is, like, that's not done intentionally. That's just a quirk of the code. It's funny, yeah. but it's, it's still a thing. Yeah. But then again, can you imagine them spending a massive amounts of CPU usage on accurately mapping real world traffic? I mean, actually, well, they are not I don't see it. They are. Just, they just follow. No, 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 no. No, they'll, they'll run don't you over. The rules. They'll, they'll run you over. They'll, they'll, they'll swerve to hit you. They will, they will teleport sideways to get in your way. I have seen they're, that. They're, they're assholes. It's funny, it but like... it's, you know... <laughs> <laughs> you just remember me of dogs in... Um, uh, Bloodborne and Dark Souls 3. Some of them will just teleport to you to kill you. And it, it happens. Many yeah. of the design elements that continue to be included seem to contradict the idea of freedom that these games are built around. But okay. you could see that car turning. You can yeah, literally see it. It's pretty slow. Let's, <laughs> yeah. let's, um, let's see what his points are. Being told exactly how to approach combat and quests for bonus rewards makes it feel like the game doesn't want me to be creative. Um... Don't, don't, just keep going. <laughs> just keep going. Cormac is... I mean... <sighs> <laughs> They're not needed. <laughs> I That's actually all... agree with this. Mm -hmm. There are some I days actually when you get... Mm -hmm. Yeah, um... I actually agree with you this. I, I, it it, it utterly it. incenses me when a game tells me to use a thing Ten times you don't to complete an objective. I, I hate that. No, mm. you don't tell me what to do. Mm. I will handle this mission the way I want to handle it. That's fine. Yeah. Like, don't well, I don't. I don't need your instructions. Promise. I've already played the tutorial. I know how to play the game. I don't need your help. Don't do yeah. this. Um, branching paths based on the decisions you make is one thing. Telling me to do thing or I get like bronze. Kiss my grits. Hmm. Let me kill don't play Ratchet and Clank. If you want to do it like that, put me on a timer. I'll do mm. that mission 500 times until I get the timer right. But this, mm. this just frustrates me. Yeah. Um, so I actually agree I think with it. it depends on the game. <laughs> no, no. This was pretty universal. <laughs> it is. Sometimes it can be fun. In particular, uh, the latest Mortal Kombat. Uh, sometimes they do that in forms of like an optional challenge. Uh, in that case, I find it fun. Worst case scenario, if you fail, you just keep on fighting until the match is over. But, sure, but... okay, so it kind of works for fighting games, doesn't really have a place in open world games, so, mm. yeah. I agree, yeah. doesn't have a place here. Shouldn't yeah. be an open world, shouldn't, shouldn't be like this. Yeah. Not for every mission, anyway. Right. But again, mm. this isn't something that's exclusive to open world games, so, yeah, <laughs> we'll take it away from them, because, yeah, this is a problem in gaming oh, okay. in general, not yeah. open world games specifically, so sit down, Junior. Yeah.
Heaven forbid I try to step uh, I'm sorry. You're going off a cliff. What did you expect would happen? Gentlemen, um, I can't beat the game by driving off of a cliff with my horse. Therefore, the game is crap. Two out of ten would not buy. Yeah. Um. You run out of health. I buy Spidey. I sort of agree with this. Um, I don't mind the game gatekeeping me a little bit. Mm. If it means, you know... Okay, so here's the thing. If they want to put a bunch of really strong bad guys to guard a particular choke point, I think that's legit. I think because you can... Uh, you can If you can achieve that through insane amounts of skill, that's fine. Yeah. But yeah. if it's gatekept via... Like, you have to have a certain skill or perform a certain number of actions or unlock it story-wise. I mm. don't agree with that. If I want to go there, let me go there. The yeah. only exception I'll make for this is Zelda. And the reason I make an exception there is that the world map itself is a big puzzle. And gathering armor, weapons, and items in Zelda to defeat dungeon puzzles is no different than gathering those same ge the yeah. same gear to complete overworld puzzles. Yeah. That's and, and I'm going to make that very clear that that is a distinction there because the entirety of Zelda is one big puzzle. So if you do it in a combat game like Spider-Man or Injustice or Infamous rather, then I have a problem with it because it's not a puzzle game. It's a beat em up. Mm -hmm. And if I can't beat those guys through sheer skill, like I have to have a certain skill or something like that, or I have to be like level 90 because my damage output, blah, blah, blah. Fight mm. me. Don't sit there and call it open world game if you gatekeep me at every turn because I haven't done a thing yet. It's mm. not open world. It's just linear on an open map. It's not the same thing. So I kind of agree with this point. Yeah. Oh, you can try to ride a horse through the wild. But then again, if it's something like a level, levels or mis different missions which have a storyline in them. Even then, it's iffy. Mm. Um, like, y you can make some concession there. Like, if it's a story-based mm. location or something like that. But if that's the case, then don't put it front and center. Oh, I'm, I'm Put it someplace even, you didn't think you could even go. Not even and talking about um, uh, location that you unlock based on a story. I'm saying you, you unlock different missions based on when the story is at. I think that's okay for the main story mission. Mm. Yeah. I actually love the idea that you can, like in Witcher 3, in the tutorial town, you can unlock a mission that you can't, you basically can't win. Because mm. you gotta, you go fight like a level 40 super monster, and your character's like level 5. Now, yeah. I don't care for this. Because yeah. if that monster's got a crap ton of attacks that are devastating, and difficult to overcome, and I'm just not equipped for it. I don't have the right potions or gear. That's one thing. Yeah. But if I have the correct bombs and the correct potions and the correct weapons, and I go in and I still die because I'm underleveled, mm -hmm. I don't think that's fair. Because I no. solved the puzzle. Yeah. I found out what I needed to beat the monster, and it still won because it had a bigger number than me. Mm -hmm. There's no skill involved anymore. Now no. it's just BS. So yeah. that's a thing.
galactic battles instead of sneaking through our boring stealth path where you press one button to kill all the enemies. Didn't say it would go well. What did he say? Instead of sneaking through our boring stealth um. path, press one button to kill all the enemies. Didn't say it would go well. I want to be the. I have no idea what he's talking about. One more time. <laughs> or an ambush of powerful enemies. Oh, you can try to ride a horse through the wild or engage in hectic battles instead of sneaking through our boring stealth path. With yeah. One button to kill all the enemies. Didn't say it would go well. Oh right, you can you can. Okay, actually, he's making the same point I made. You can get involved in the fight, but you're not. You don't have a big enough number, so therefore you lose. Yeah, hmm. I get it. Yeah. But again, if you're doing a mission with stealth, um, then it is completely reasonable that you would be able to just take out any enemy with just one button press. Uh, depends on the enemy, I suppose, and yeah. your your weapon loadout. Yeah. But, sorry, but you, you're not going to do a whole lot of sneaking if you're in full plate armor, <laughs> just because yeah. it clinks a lot. <laughs> it makes a lot of noise. To a nearby but, I mean, if if you do have the right equipment, and you're doing it stealthily, then it makes sense that you'd be able to. Because sure. you'd have the time to be able to line up everything properly. Right, right. But again, none of what he just said. Mm. Like... None of that has any bearing on actual uh, open world game. It's, no, it doesn't. Again, this yeah. is yeah, this is not an open world game problem. This is a gaming in general problem. Yeah. Chapter. Three. The world. Oh God. No, of course he made a friggin' JoJo joke. This point's a little different than the others, and while not mm. directly connected to game design, I consider the general atmosphere and theming of a game to be pretty important when trying to get invested. Cool. Um, that applies to literally every game, not just open world games. What are you on about now? And that's not even just regarding games as well. It refers to pretty much every kind of source of media. That the honest to God, that applies to almost literally everything: food, home decor, board <laughs> games, video games, movies, my friggin' mattress. I do. What else is in my room that I can point to? And uh, the, the labeling on my wine bottle. Aesthetic <laughs> matters. Yes. As a Nintendo yeah. fanboy, playing Mario, Sonic, Pokemon, Kirby, Air Ride, and I was a Nintendo fanboy. I played Sonic. Hmm. Yeah. Up as a Nintendo fanboy, playing Mario, Sonic, Sonic, Pokemon, Bested. I grew up as a Nintendo fanboy, playing Mario, Sonic, Sonic Adventure 2 was on GameCube. Tell me you were born after the year 2000 without telling me you were born after the year 2000. <laughs> Tell me you're a little baby. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> I'm a boomer. I'm entitled to make fun of younger kids. Okay. That's what all the internet. That's what the internet tells me. <laughs> Suki mo monkey. Monkey balls, all right. My friends, 
Yeah. I finally got a PS3, I neglected games like The Last of Us, God of War, and Uncharted for colorful little baby games like Little Big Planet, Fat Princess, and Nino Kuni. Yes, you're right. I'm not sure why that makes other games bad. Although I've also heard Nino Kuni is really good. Looking past yeah, me too. Discussion of the gaming industry's competitive mm. and costly obsession with graphics, I'm just not interested in the settings and locales these games allow me to step foot in. This is all personal bias. This is a yeah, one hundred percent. There is no objectivity in anything he said so far in chapter three. Mm. I don't like these things, therefore they're. And again, this is my problem with the video. He's not talking about the problems with open world games. For most of the video, he's complaining about open world games, and he's beating us over the head with it, trying to tell us that we're bad for liking them. Yeah. This is not a this is not an opinion piece on the industry. This is a political message. Stupid yeah. kid. Never been a medieval fantasy kind of guy. Okay. Oh, cool. Uh, and did you know that there's platformers in the Zelda franchise too? So even after mm. buying the game several times, there's there's exactly one, and it, it's not a good one. It, I, oh, Zelda, oh, we're not gonna talk about Zelda two. Zelda two is not a good game. Sorry, I said it. Times I can't understand the Skyrim addiction that most people have had at some point in their lives. This makes open world games bad because I don't understand what. The I refuse to enter the headspace of some of my audience. Therefore, I am correct. What? At a surface level, nothing mm. interests me in The Witcher 3 from a stylistic standpoint, so it's... The, a game's aesthetic is not a reason to dislike its genre. No. It's no. Uh, Super Mario World. What genre would you, um... What aesthetic would you place it in? Platformer. Well, that's a genre. That's its game genre. What about its aesthetic? Mm. Cartoon. <laughs> sure, yeah. Cartoon. That's a good one. All right. What about Zelda? Well, that varies from because there's different art styles across the franchise. I don't know. Sure, but let's but go. You... Let's go with generic fantasy. Sure, I guess. Swords and magic, right? Swords yeah. and magic, mostly forest, ar uh, arboreal settings. You know, mountainous regions, things like that. Classic fantasy. Hmm. Okay. Um, what about Mega Man? Cartoon. What? Science fiction, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, robots and stuff like that. So you have three different uh, franchises which have platformers in them of three varying aesthetics. Yeah. And yet they all have platformers. Yep. Yeah. But they all also also all have open world games. Yeah. To a degree. Mega Man X Resident doesn't have a... Mega Man Command Mission is kind of open world. But the point is, is those are... Aesthetic has nothing to do with the gameplay. Yeah. Like, at all. I mean... You can, I guess you can make an, the inference that, well, okay, it's going to be a hack and slash because there's swords in it, but there's hack and slash action in Infamous. Yeah. Uh, and that's a sci-fi game. Mm. It's early sci-fi. I mean, it's, it's you know, monsters and mutants and shit, but it's whatever. It's difficult to immerse myself in its complicated RPG systems and my oh, side quests. Oh, I don't, I don't like RPGs. Therefore, bad, open world means bad. I'm sorry. What's up, Ash? Welcome back. I, I just came in a fucking bad time. I'm, I'm really getting heated with this guy's uh, disingenuous delivery of his, his drivel. Yeah. Please. If you, if you are not smart enough to get used to the runes. And weapons and stuff. Just 
I can go play easier games. You have keep games. Yeah, that's the thing. Again, again, and this is like mm. Ash keeps coming to go play a different game if you're not having fun. But no, he's <laughs> determined to beat us over the head with how much he doesn't like these games, and therefore they must be bad. He, he's yeah. acting like the end all be all of, a, of an authority on on I'm video games. That's just not okay. That. Go fucking try a game. I recommend if you don't like, fuck that game and go play anything else you like. Just yeah. sure. Who as you yeah. please besides fucking trash talk other games. Mm. You don't like it, you don't like it. Nobody cares. Let the people like the game. And, and that's the thing, mm. yeah. If, I, if I'm going to tell you that, okay, I hate Dark Souls. I hate Dark Souls. I know that. And I'm going to tell you why I hate Dark Souls. But if you like Dark Souls, I'm never going to give you crap for it. I'm never going to sit there and tell you that Dark Souls is a bad game because I don't like it. I'm going to tell you it's a bad game because I don't care for its... Because there's no polish on some of its combat mechanics. There's a weird storytelling mechanic that really doesn't work. Um, the story, even if you do figure it out, is a big friggin' mess. And yeah. it has... There's, there's no f friendliness anywhere in the game. Games <laughs> should be fun. And yeah. Dark Souls is not fun because Dark Souls is not friendly. There, it, there's The accessibility of, these game, of the Dark Souls franchise is extremely high bar. Yeah, compared to the vast majority of video games. Now, if you like it, that's completely fine. But I think as a video game, it fails in that regard. Yeah. Hang on a minute. As we talked before, depends on the game. Every game has its style. Dark Souls, it's a more darkish, confusing game. You are correct. Now, we'll give it some concession because in that way... Uh, take Metroid, for example. Metroid's a platformer, but it's a spooky platformer. You're supposed to be sure. uneasy. You're supposed to slink through the caverns and whatnot, figure out the mystery, and, and go from there. But even though I recognize Metroid as most of the Metroids being good games, I don't enjoy them. Oh, God. Yeah. I just don't have fun playing them. They're not for me. Yeah. My game. But I recognize don't when the games were all made. Games. Yeah. Super Metroid, Metroid Dread, like even off the top of my head, incredibly well done. Mm. And I know that they are, because even though I have not played very much of them, I know that people who are long-time franchise adorers of, this, of these games have told me that they enjoy them immensely. And they have good points as to why they feel they're done right. Yeah. I can trust them, and I know the game's well made. Yeah. I think Dark Souls is missing a crap ton of polish. But, then again, I'm also not going to make a video telling you why Dark Souls is terrible and lead with hack and slash beat-em-ups are terrible because I hate Dark Souls. That's stupid. <laughs> why the hell would yeah. I do that? <laughs> I had yeah. a bad time playing Horizon Zero Dawn and Skyrim, therefore open-world games are stupid. I, I would be... Good I lord, that's hilarious. Idea. How could you not love this? For this video, but the game wouldn't let me... You'd be mad at that. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. That's why people play Skyrim. <laughs> <laughs> because it's a buggy mess. Because it's a nightmare. <laughs> Isn't that the same reason why nobody played Fallout 76, though? Okay, the reason nobody played Fallout 76 was, was twofold. Number one, the game was extremely Sorry. buggy, but it was it's a multiplayer game. You cannot mm -hmm. accept bugs like that in a multiplayer game. In no, a single-player game, they're hilarious. In a multiplayer game, they are frustrating and disruptive. 
Yep. Not to mention the fact that the game was inundated with nonsensical microtransactions, blatant lies on the parts of the developers, yes, and mm-hmm. outright thievery on the parts of the the marketplace. Okay, yeah. Yeah, there very different reasons for why Fallout 76 failed and Skyrim was a huge hit. Yeah. I kind of like the polar opposites in that regard. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. Skyrim's, you know, buggy as all hell, but it's great yes. because of that. Mm-hmm. Fallout 76, you know, it's vice versa of that. Yeah, buggy as all hell and yet frustrating because of it. Um mm-hmm. It's but it's no, a thing like uh, like a cyberpunk. Um, <laughs> cyberpunk, at the very least, Skyrim was fundamentally broken. Skyrim mm. functions; it works. When you play up cyberpunk, your odds of encountering a game-breaking glitch within the first twenty minutes. Well, it's better now because they patched it. But at launch, ooh, oh yeah, <laughs> cyberpunk oh, yeah. freaking consoles, man. Hmm. You can't do I this. I love the Holly was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I played it week one. Yeah, Holly, he played it at launch. Poor bastard. You know, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Poor bastard. Actually, no, that it, I only played it after a few minor updates. Minor updates, which means they, oh, they yeah. fixed the font problem on some of their menus. And they also introduced the uh, photosensitivity warning. Oh, thank what? God. <laughs> Fortunately, it didn't affect me. Oh, Watch Dogs. Good game. The first one. Watch Dogs is a game for trolls. I actually think I have the second one. I won it in a contest. Probably never going to play it. Okay. Not really no, a point that guy. against it. Not a point for it, but not a point against it. And again, nothing inherently wrong with that. Realism mm. is often a huge selling point when it comes to open world games. Hey. With Red Dead Redemption 2 being the most obvious example. But while the emotional, character-driven storyline and cool set pieces of robbing trains or evading the law compelled me to finish the game, I was driven insane by being forced to individually loot every item. Uh, can I make a quick tangent here? Um, yeah. So, about train set pieces, right? Everybody credits Uncharted 2 for making them popular, but they've existed all the way since Ratchet & Clank 2, which was like... Uh, yeah, train levels have been a thing for... You are fucking trolling me, Dylan. No, I'm not. And you say, okay. and you say you uh, have played Ratchet and Clank. There's a train level in Mega Man X1. There's a Ratchet train Clank level. One. There's an the infamous third. train level in GTA San Andreas. Yeah. There's a train true. level in, um, in, in Mega Man X2. A uh, 2D platformer from the friggin' 90s. But I, I specific, uh, specifically bring up Uncharted 2 because that's what everybody points back to for some reason, even though that's actually incorrect. Ratchet thing like the third level you have no. a, uh, a train station. Uncharted's a really good game, though, so... It is. Maybe but... it was just because the set piece was so epic. <laughs> that's not uh, enough, though. It's really not. I mean, especially if you're going to say it popularized it. It's like, nah, no, no, train levels have been around for a long time. They've always been there. And there's a reason why they've been around for a long time, because it's freaking dope. Yeah. Yeah. What is he saying here? 
Valid criticisms. The Objective opinion. These are yep. video games. I just wanna fucking shoot a guy. First impression. Well, if he wants to shoot a guy, why not just play Max Payne? Fucking hell. <laughs> Don't God. play any fucking FPS. Go play Overwatch. Go play. Go play Call of Duty or something. I don't know. CSGO. Is Go there a Wild West fucking... Call of Duty yet? You have so much caves. You have oh, Titanfall. You have nice. fucking. If there's not a Wild West Call of Duty, I, I think. Uh... I think they've failed. Out. Like, you, you gotta have to have one. Yeah. And one of the biggest jokes made about JRPGs is that there's very little gameplay for the first few hours. There's very little That's gameplay true. for most of them. Why are you talking about JRPGs now? The only yeah, JRPG opening yeah, world a good point, <laughs> Why are you fucking talking about them now? Because he needs to pad this video. Yeah. Before the game even starts, Persona 5's intro, for example, is almost. I'm gonna go ahead and skip ahead. Please. <laughs> I do not want to hear about Persona 5. I can't. I'm not allowed to. Why? Um, I have been sworn to be remain as spoiler free as humanly possible for Persona 5 until I can play the game alongside someone else. Okay. okay. It's Persona tiny alloy. Look how cute she is. TV show with the promise that it gets good somewhere mm. in the third season. In the first four hours I spent playing The Witcher 3, I'd wager that less than okay. two minutes was spent in combat. That sounds like a you problem. Mmm. <laughs> 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 uh, because if you follow the storyline, you'll go fight that griffin within like 20 minutes. Easily. And you'll fight a bunch of stuff along the way. So, that sounds like a you problem. Maybe if you done something other than play Gwent, you might have fought the Griffin sooner. Not gonna lie, though, Gwent's a lot of fun. I'm actually hey, taking my leave now. Are you okay. gonna get off call? Two reasons. This video is really annoying me, and I have to go to school in one hour, okay. so yeah, I like to Oh no, not school! Ash, thank you for coming by. Uh, you did have some very insightful points, so, so thank you very much for coming in and bringing those up. It was helpful. If I... Oh no, I don't have time. But if I got here at lunch, and I and you still here, and you were still here, I would talk this video even more. Okay. <laughs> yeah, if we're still on, you're more than welcome oh, to jump back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know if we have a hard only... time limit, but uh, we'll see. No, I only have uh, one hour and a half at lunch, and it's like three. Four hours from now, so probably you are not. Here. No, I'm not, I'm not gonna be on. I do have a hard limit when I can get on and off, um, yep. but that's not for another two hours, so we're, we're good to go. Okay, cool. So. Good luck. So, you Ash, thank you. Oh, thank you. Bye bye. And depends on the fucking game, yes. Um, okay, I can kind of understand that sentiment of, uh, you know, just like an hour or so of, you know, nothing but story content and very little gameplay, but mm -hmm. at the same token, that's also not an open world issue. No, just going yes, it's not an open world again, issue, again. right. Yeah, right. Um, you, you can make that complaint about a lot of things. 
Yeah. Also, furthermore, especially in Witcher 3, bad example, sounds like a you problem, my guy. Yes. <laughs> First, slowly following NPCs and going on repetitive do this for me and I'll give you info quests quick. Okay, at this point, you're just complaining about playing the game. Yeah. Why do I have to play the game? <sighs> I remember a few years ago, NVIDIA, as a joke, was was saying that they would have a, a USB type thing that you could plug into your computer, and it would play the game for you. <laughs> yeah, we, we actually have that now. It's called TAS. <laughs> it's called a test bot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's great. I had for the massive fantasy world hidden inside a card game. Oh, don't mind if I do. Great. Okay. <laughs> Moving on, I guess. In the video. Oh, God. Oh, good Lord. I guarantee this is going to be seven minutes of bitching about Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah. Keep this brief. Ghost of Tsushima. I, I don't believe you. Yeah, me neither. He doesn't have a good track record of being brief. No. I've been talking about, I actually think it has some pretty interesting flavors. Combat is skill tree based without being overly complicated, grindy, or crafting dependent. Good. And the whole game leans What? cinematic. He just he seemed very angry with Horizon Zero Dawn. Stop yeah. Not showing me everything on the goddamn screen. No. While Ghost of Tsushima still relies on some frustrating mission design and a checklist of side objectives, it at least takes some unique strides when it comes to conveying information to the player. In the I have to pause here for DMCA purposes, but I'm gonna. Uh, does anybody have anything to add? Because he's very long-winded. Huh? I was going to ask, has he never played an Oddworld game? Like, those have literally no HUD elements. And I know there's other games that do a similar thing as well, but this we'll um, Dark Souls. Ghost, Ghost of Tsushima <laughs> doesn't innovate in that regard. It's been done before, so what's his point here? I think he's complaining about it. Is but he? again, go play Dark Souls. Uh, you can turn the HUD off in Dark Souls. I'll fix your problem. Mm. You can turn the HUD off in many games. That's my you point. Can. Yeah. And if you're big brain like the rest of us and play on PC, you can download a mod to remove the HUD. <laughs> yeah. Get wrecked, console players. <laughs> console peasants. <laughs> Although I think that it's more common to be able to remove the HUD now. Uh, yeah, it yeah, it's becoming more and more common. A disclaimer, I do not hate console players. I just think it's fun to make fun of you. Fair okay. enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that's the problem. They did. They all upgraded. Everybody during the whole lockdown nonsense, everybody upgraded. That's part of the reason why we don't have any materials. Yep. We made fun of them, and they got tired of it, and they finally upgraded. I'm like, oh, damn. Now we don't have any fun. We can't play fun things, and we don't have parts anymore. Because yeah. all the console presence upgraded. Yeah. Or Firefly leading me to something new, rather than an exclamation point with a distance marker. Okay. With this, I can understand wanting a different way to find where an objective is. However, a map is intuitive and it's really simple. Hey guys, remember when he was complaining about how open world games have bad things in them, like trailing missions? Yeah. Mm. Mm. 
I want escort missions in my game. I want I want to do a trailing mission, but I want to follow a butterfly because it's whimsical. Oh, mm. this guy's such a freaking trash. <laughs> I, I I'm I'm dumb dumb with this guy's opinion. Yeah. Does he even play video games? Good question. I, I'm I'm not sure he does. I I don't know if I believe he plays video games. No. Led me to explore the world more often and more freely than if I had been experiencing decision paralysis. All right. Again, sounds like a you problem. Yes. Sounds like a Ubisoft problem. <laughs> oh well, yeah, it is a Ubisoft problem. Let's be real. <laughs> yeah. Instead of statically receive information through a menu, and I'd occasionally just choose a random direction and ride until something caught my attention. Some of the side quests even had interesting twists or helped build the narrative rather than simply making me fetch something. Lots of games do this. Witcher does this. Breath of the Wild does this. Red Dead does this. Yep. This is not something unique to Ghost of Tsushima. Um, yeah. it, this is him pulling arbitrary points out of thin air to defend the fact that he had fun playing this one and not others. He's yeah. he's trying to tell you very poorly that Ghost of Tsushima is a better is is a, a method by which open world games are improved, mm -hmm. and it's extremely hollow. Earlier yeah. on, we, we talked about him making valid points for why he dislikes open world games and things that you can do to improve them. But his points in favor for Tsushima are points that he used to detriment open world games in previous arguments, so they yeah. ring hollow. Yeah. And I wanted to draw back to that and make comments about why we I'm bringing this up, because I don't want to sound like I'm being contradictive here. Yeah. We did ask him to explain his argument. And yeah. his argument is explained here. He's defending his points badly. Yes. That's why I'm cranky about it. Yeah. So I'm not being a hypocrite. I'm pointing out his hypocrisy. Using the wind mm. to subtly find the direction of a selected waypoint felt much more natural than the exact distance counter. We literally did this in Breath of the Wild. In order to find the Sacred Grotto, you have to utilize the direction the wind blows the fire to find the correct path. Otherwise, you get lost in the woods. <clears throat> Not unique to get to, to Ghost of Tsushima. Although yeah. I'm glad they did it. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think it's kind of cool. Yeah. I like the idea of environmental storytelling. Yeah. Good idea. Sure. I felt like I could actually admire the beauty of the game's world and take a breath of fresh air without having waypoints, text, health bars, quest trackers, stealth indicators, and dialogue shoved down my Planning about HUD. Lord, this is such, again, this is such a disingenuous take. Oh, yeah. You can turn those HUD elements off. They're not always active. I, the idea. Yeah. You okay, can okay, turn buddy. them off. Okay, buddy. Often they're significantly less intrusive than. Than whatever the fuck this was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not to mention he's got like icons from like four different games on here. I don't even know where this tells from, but the arrow. The, I got an arrow. This is Skyrim. This is Witcher. I. T t uh, Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Yeah. That's... Is this from Just Cause? I don't know. I don't it know. Might be Horizon. Is that Horizon? I don't know. I, think I don't play is. video games, guys. Mm. Look, if if he'd brought in a whole lot of a whole lot from the same gang, then that point would be 
slightly more valid. Yeah, only slightly though. Yeah, because that was that was really again that's disingenuous because like I know he's making a point, he's trying to be funny, but I'm I'm not responding to his humor because I want to slap him in his face. Yes. Like I want to do Steven Seagal. Can I laugh in your face? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just talking about Steven Seagal with someone, buddy. It's fine. Yeah. Fire arrows. Okay. Oh, I wish Ash was here. He'd make a uh, sorry. She'd make a joke about a uh, Ratchet and Clank 2016. <laughs> um, not related to open world games per se, but I do have a problem with the characters never shutting up. Yep. Mm-hmm. It happens. It, it's it, it's mostly a thing in open world games, but it does happen in other games. It's not exclusive. It's sure. mostly it's a gameplay mechanic. I don't care for. Stop talking to yourself out loud. We don't need to hear it. Um, Geralt does it quite a bit, which is also a little annoying, but mm. it's not quite as bad in Witcher 3. It, it is bad, but it's not quite as bad. Because at least in Witcher 3, it'll, it'll make small commentary. The wind will change, and it'll go, hmm, the wind's changed, or ah, it looks like rain, you know, something like that. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's very like, she's over here having a friggin' monologue. Mm. How much are you also willing to bet, though, that some of that is just very heavily oh, edited to make the no, point. No, it's evident. You watch. Yeah. Mm. yeah, it's edited. Yeah. However, she still needs to shut up. And so, she says, yeah. come and buy a pixel laser. <laughs> what I was going to say... She says, I couldn't get into Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. Okay. Maybe I'll like it, maybe I won't. I mean, I'm willing to give it a shot. Yeah, yeah please do. <laughs> Hi, Lou. Welcome in. Yes, I will absolutely use your emotes. They're cool as hell. Especially this one. We're talking shit about video games. Which naturally makes me cool. (laughs) (laughs) Um, With the complaint about the HUD, this is also a bit of a... This is also hypocritical. This is a lot messier of a HUD than with GTA, which is just a map in the corner. And then maybe some other things come up. But and let's be real here. Like, if we hang on, let me see if I can um, play button. Like okay, I can't get rid of the HUD without. This is the YouTube bar. You all recognize this. This is actually isn't that bad of a HUD either. No, it's not. It's, not. it's a little cluttered, but this is not that bad. I've seen I've seen worse. I have. Aesthetically, it's also pretty nice. I'll love the Ratchet and Clank remaster on PlayStation 4. Maybe if I ever play my PlayStation 4 again for anything other than Blu-rays, because it's literally just my DVD player now. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Reasonable. I, don't, I have a PC. Why would I play PlayStation 4? I yeah. do. Okay. My friends do play Red Dead on PS4, so I do play that, but mm. that's like twice a week, maybe. Yeah. Let's see if he's... I think I'd probably play Red Dead 2 more if I had people to play it with. He, again, this is a valid point. They don't need to be talking constantly. No. It, it just, it's blah, 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 blah. But it's also a game-by-game issue, again. This Correct. Yeah. It's not an open world issue, which makes him look even dumber. Which is kind of impressive. Because mm. <laughs> he already looks pretty dumb. Mmm. 
end of the day, I'm not looking to hyperanalyze my problems with any singular franchise. Really feels like that's what you're doing. I'm trying to demonstrate that while open worlds have the potential to be amazing, many industry standard design trends seem to contradict the idea of freedom these games strive for. I disagree. Um, I, I feel like the only kind of restrictions they have are restrictions based on movement. And while I'll admit some of these games have some poor movement in them, uh, Just Cause, Breath of the Wild, are they're not one of them. No, I think this this is just cause, right? This yes, is the one he's showing up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, you can friggin' fly in that game. Mm. Movement is really good in that game. Yeah. Yeah. So, bad example. Games that yeah. tread new ground and redefine conventional systems instead blend together into a homogenous skill tree inventory crafting. Again, this is not something exclusive to open world games. No. I really don't know why you're using these examples against open world games. Mm. Level system, trailing mission, collectible stealth archer suit. And it's not just these games specifically. Over the past year, I've been enjoying the camaraderie of Final Fantasy XIV. Uh, okay. Is open world an MMO? Is MMO a thing? Massive multiplayer online. <laughs> you haven't, you've never played? I've heard a lot of good things about Final Fantasy XIV. Um, I've heard its story is incredibly well done. I hear its leveling system is very streamlined. I hear its crafting system is a lot of fun. I hear that its bosses are very fun and enjoyable to fight. Mm -hmm. I don't like MMOs, so I'm probably never going to play it. Fair enough. But I will certainly not stand here and say it's a bad game. Mm. I'm sorry, Ash. I know I'm talking too much. You you knew the rules when you, when you, you followed me. I like to hear myself talk. That's why I'm a streamer. Yeah. <laughs> traversing sprawling landscapes to be the most grueling part of an otherwise entertaining multiplayer game where you fight giant dragons and god monsters. Can't commentate, never played 14, don't know how bad the travel is, but I also know that there's... You guys ever played 14? Nope. Nah. No. Lulu's played 14, she'll tell me in the chat. I'm assuming there's fast travel in the game. It's not like you have I'd be surprised if there wasn't. Yeah, I'd be amazed if it wasn't. Small floating orbs spread across awkward locations to get around efficiently, right? Go up to anyone, anyone that's played a lot of Final Fantasy XIV. Okay. Kind of, kind of not. Their facial expression, mm. and then get back to me. There are. Okay, so maybe it's a problem in that game. I don't know. I don't know. Unlock first. Can't wait on it. Never play. Are games that have okay. How do you mean you have to unlock the fast travel, though? Okay. Please tell me you unlock it before level 15. Right. I'm actually slightly okay with having to get somewhere hmm. first. Yeah. Crush a can ASMR. Don't worry about it. I'm out of water, though. And you have to unlock it for each individual area. Right. Yeah, that's pretty industry standard. Yeah. Yeah, but that's fairly reasonable. That's like so. Roll the, yes, like Breath of the Wild. Except in Breath of the Wild, it's a lot of fun. Hmm. So you can fa okay, so you can fast travel once you get to a place, but there's huge tracts of land in between the mission areas. Right. So 
Yeah. Him. Final Fantasy 14. Say the phrase either currents. See what happens to their facial expression and then get back to me. No, I'm not going to do your research for you. Tell me what their facial expression was. Yeah, so I'm assuming, yeah, so he's complaining about a non-issue then. Yeah, of course you have to get there before you can fast travel there. That makes sense. Yeah. There are games that have exploration-oriented design that I enjoy, but gameplay specifications and map size are why I hesitate. Which games do you enjoy with the exploration mechanic? This is the first time he's shown us anything Yakuza-related. Uh, sorry, no, second time, I think. Yeah. Yes. But then if you want to fly, fly faster running... You again, you have to unlock that, and unlock that's a bit of a slog, so travel, travel is bad, right? Okay, that's fair. I never played, yeah. can't weigh in. If it's bad, it's bad, that's fair. Yeah. But not, not as a general statement. Right. I agree with that point. The other 97% of the video is dribble. Yeah. A short hike pales in comparison to sprawling lands. Is this Animal Crossing? What is this? No. I have no clue. No idea what this is. That's crazy weird looking. Yeah. <clears throat> I literally have a friend who who spends his entire time helping you. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, Jay basically is kind of your taxi service at this point. <laughs> Odyssey would generally be considered a 3D platformer with an intimate collection of open levels. Generally be considered a 3D platformer. Ash, I've never played Animal Crossing. Nor have I. Um, I wasn't making fun of Animal Crossing. I just, I didn't know. Oh, it's a Forsetti? Oh, that's right. Jay's, Jay's your fighter. Right, right. Right, yeah. For, poor Forsetti. He just runs around. <laughs> Scout and Pathfinder. Someone's got to do it, I guess. Mario Odyssey would generally be considered a 3D platformer with an intimate collection of open hmm. levels. By whom? The environments in mm. these games are big, but they're all designed for constant player engagement. But there's got to be something unique, right? What kind of game with a non-linear open-world structure could I actually adore? Pausing for DMCA purposes, but let's get a nice big round of applause here. Let's get the suspenseful music going. Drum roll, please. What games does he like? Of course it's Outer Wilds. Outer Wilds? never played this. What is this? What is this? It's a game that exists. I've heard of it, never played it either. Thank you, Dylan. <laughs> it's a game that exists. Oh! Your drama, Ash, yes. You have said this. Simply by looking at the gameplay alone, it seems to be like some kind of mist. It looks like No Man's Sky. Mm. Uh, well, no, that's not fair. No Man's Sky is in space. Mm. Just because they're both space games doesn't mean that they're both the same. I peeked out no. my window and I, I mean, was one of not by default, no. With very Stupid joke, moving on. Yeah. And zero yeah. Lines of voice acting, Outer Wilds tells a story more compelling than most AAA games could ever dream of. And how is it an open world without containing any of the... Okay, you, you can't blame me for making the comparison, though. <laughs> oh That's fair. After he started talking about it, it does seem quite a bit like No Man's Sky. Yeah, I'll admit to that. That's fine. The giants? Well, there's yeah. no inventory, no this, 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 no it does look like a good no game, skills, no missions. And... Okay. <laughs> One more time, buddy? Well, there's no inventory, no collectibles, no crafting, no skills, no missions. And... So there's nothing to do. <laughs> no experience. Mm. All right. <laughs> Every 22 minutes because of 
something, you're back at the start with nothing but the knowledge you've gained. Oh, it's an- oh, for the love of crap. It's an open-world lo- roguelike. Mm. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, this actually continues to prove our point that what he basically is is somebody with a complete and total lack of an attention span. So when the yeah. game resets him, he, he has to do everything all over again. He he gets to drop what he was doing, and his his squirrel brain can focus on something new. Yeah. There are a potentially infinite number of orders in which you could uncover the game's core secrets. Factually untrue, but go on. <laughs> the only thing barring you from beating it in an instant is not knowing how. It's a game that doesn't care about how long it is, that prioritizes being fun over having a three-digit completion time. It- I Okay. ...can be beaten in 20 minutes or 15 hours, and I gotta end this tangent or it will simply devolve into me threatening all of you to play Outer Wilds right now. Oof, such spook. Great image, Macro. Are you, even, <laughs> are you even slightly threatened by this image? I mean... Nah. Nope. Not a go fan ahead. of it. Squeeze it. Shoot me with your water gun. Let's go, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I could end my opinion here and please case, but it's obvious that I can't just leave it at that. Considering Yes, if you run into something on a horse, you will fall off. Oh god. Human on earth has played Breath of the Wild has had more fun than I've ever had in every video game combined. I'm just saying that Breath of the Wild is my third favorite Zelda game. Mm. And I had more fun playing Breath of the Wild than I've had more fun playing Breath of the Wild than I have had playing any video game in the last ten years. I literally have not had as much fun playing a game as I, in in my adult life as I played Breath of the Wild, and I'm so seriously mean that I've and in, in that time I played Witcher Three, Monster. Yeah. I played four different kinds of Monster Hunter. I've played uh, Skyrim. I've I've played probably upwards of 300 different games in the last 20 years, and yeah. I had more fun playing Breath of the Wild than any of them. Uh, Breath of the Wild is no, it's it was 2016 or something, 2015, 2016 there. Yeah, something like that. No, it's it's been around for quite some time, yeah. but I didn't get to play it until like uh, 2017 or so. And let me tell you, I mm. don't, I don't just play video games to play video games. Mm. They need to be fun. I need yeah. to be having a really damn good time playing that video game, or I'm not going to bother. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I would get off work, and I would shower, change up into my night clothes, and I would immediately jump on Breath of the Wild, and I'd play for like three hours every day because it was that fun to me. Yeah. I am immensely picky when it comes to games. Yeah. Don't know Fair what enough. this has to do with anything he's saying right now, but I just want to put that out there. Mm. That's why I play, yeah, that's, that's the eh, you play. It games. doesn't, but that fits with the whole theme of the video where it's yeah. just... It's all subjective as shit, and nothing really matters. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. I decided to give it another chance, and lo and behold, I loved it. From cinematic... 
I'm going to make a video as to why I hate open world games. I'm going to play an open world game. I liked it. Why did I make a video again? <laughs> I'm being really salty. No, I'm being really no, mean. No, like, I'm being really mean spirited. But That's the perfect but, summary. So, he's such an airhead. Yeah. <laughs> to incredible animations and flashy combat there's no negative nothing inherently wrong with flashy combat no. um no. okay um good example um um dragon ball fighters mm -hmm. the game is literally nothing but flashy combat or any naruto game i don't know if i'd say any naruto game <laughs> really a lot really of is I played a Naruto game that was completely hot garbage. And I forget what it's called, but I think it was on the PSP. And it was mm. terrible. Oh, God, no wonder. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Big budget open world RPGs look absolutely stunning. Subjective. Yeah. Why Cyberpunk? <laughs> yeah. They look amazing. It uses Cyberpunk footage. Exactly. Why? <laughs> That's so awkward. <laughs> yeah, oh man, whoever his editor is needs to be fired. If it's him, no, 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 They need a promotion. <laughs> <laughs> he knows. He did it on purpose. Yes, he did. <laughs> yes, Ash, it really does depend on the game. Depends on the game. Yes, thank you for the infinite salt. I'm going to need it. Um, I hate mm. this line. But foliage blowing in the wind means little to me after a first glance. And um, what? that's a crap take. That disproves that your attention span is complete garbage. It's like a um, shit. <laughs> environments are going to be gorgeous forever. <laughs> they, as long as we don't destroy them, they are always going to look like that. Yeah. Why would you not want to enjoy that beauty more than once? Yeah. Now this is a subjective thing. This is me telling him, "Hey, slow down." But I don't appreciate the idea that he... This is, again, I don't like, therefore bad. Mm. Mm. It's almost over. Yeah, it's almost over. We spent... How, how long have we been on this? Uh, two right. and a half hours. That's... This one's actually almost. valid. Rate dropped to negative 12 every time a single blade of grass gets lit on fire. That's a legitimate complaint. Breath of the Wild did have some problems with frame rate because the, the consoles that they used to power it uh, were not strong enough to really carry it. That's Which is why you should use Simu and play it on PC because you don't have that problem. <laughs> also a game-specific yeah. issue. Yeah. Right, again, not an open-world thing. Because um, I experienced FPS drops and platformers before. If mm. these games delivered even a shred of the excitement I've experienced while exploring high problems are not open world. What's not? Frame rate problems. Yeah, frame rate problem, not an open world problem. Just about every problem yeah. outlined in this video. And I no, just about every opinion you've outlined in this video, which again are empty, hollow, and garbage dicks. I have so mm. much to say that I've decided to perform an absolutely menacing move and leave this video Purple. What's that, Ash? Regardless, I hope you enjoyed it. If you'd like to help... Wait <laughs> a minute, hold on. Absolutely menacing move and leave this video on a cliffhanger. Pretty clever, right? Regardless, I... Okay, haha, -ha, me pretentious, me smarter than you. Mm. <laughs>
poor Dylan. I heard the absolute done in that exasperated sigh. Wait, I sighed? You bitch. He just sighed. I'm, I'm so done. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it is a bad joke. Guys, no, he, he's, guys, he's terrible. guys yeah. I'm missing out on dinner, and I'm missing out on work for this shitty-ass video. <laughs> I'm sorry. At least you get to hear me complain about it in an entertaining manner. That's true. Yeah. Cormac, Cormac, you've been the best thing about Yeah, he says the video's essentially over, so I'm not going to stand here and listen to his plug. Thank you. Yeah. No. So, um, let's uh, see. Bring that up. Uh, gosh, thank, thank God. This is over. We're done. <laughs> oh, Lord, it's over. <laughs> no, not that. We've still got how many topics to go? Holy shit. <laughs> um, yeah. Let's see here. We don't have to talk about all of them. You guys had to have known that when you got me on guest here that you were not going to get to cover everything you wanted to cover. Yeah, we kind of overprepared. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd rather you overprepared than underprepared, but yeah. good. Um, um, I guess... Yeah. What do you guys think? Well, I'll, I'd like to wrap up this section by saying... Even with what we've said, we're not saying that open-world games are inherently good. No, not even slightly. Uh, being an open-world game does not automatically make a video game good. Uh, yes, okay. Ash, if you want to stick around for our closing arguments, you can, but we're mostly done. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yep. Okay, that's all. That. That's, yeah, that's the main thing. The game. It depends on how good a job the developers did. It depends yeah. on what their what their drive was, what their vision was, how much time, budget they had, yeah. all of that stuff. Open world yeah. as a genre is not to blame for the industry's problems. No. Bye bye, Ash. Thank you for right. coming. Yeah. Thank you for being here. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. And it's also just like saying that just because a game is a platformer does not inherently make it good or bad. A shooter <laughs> is not inherently good or bad. Yeah. Let's see the bot after. Hey, no problem. It'll be up here as long as I am. Unless I go on hiatus for three months again, in which case all my VODs are going to get deleted because Twitch is funny like that. Yes. Unless you have a lot them. Delete all your VODs. Yeah. Oh, the God of War is coming up for PC port. I'm kind of excited to play that, honestly. Oh, yeah. <sighs> Ooh, goodbye. I, I adore the old games. Uh, oh, you like Big Angry Kratos? Of course. That's classic. <laughs> I, I don't. I, I actually quit playing. I was playing uh, God of War 3, and I quit playing about three or four hours in because really? I didn't want Kratos to win. Well, sure, Kratos is a massive douchebag by 3, but the combat is fun. I love 3 for that. It didn't do it for me. Um, I mean, the combat's okay. It, it wasn't, it didn't, in, I didn't like it, I didn't dislike it. It it seemed fine for the genre, for the game they were playing. It seemed yeah. well put together. But I didn't want to play anymore, because I didn't want Kratos to win, and I knew if I kept playing as Kratos, I would eventually win, and uh, I wanted him to stay in hell, so I turned the game off. Hey, spoiler alert, uh, Kratos died in that game, so you would have gotten your wish. <laughs> Yeah, but he's alive again. But one of the reasons why I want to play uh, God of War PS4 is due to the fact that he has to learn to be a father and not a rage monster by being fair. a rage monster. I don't know. I, the I gameplay's just, a little bit 
detached from the storyline. But the point being is, yes, I, I want, I, I would love to see him grow as a character. That would make me very happy. I mean, sure, yeah. fair enough. I mean, yeah, I am intrigued about the story, but that's kind of about, uh, yeah, that's kind of about it. I'm not very enthusiastic about the gameplay. It doesn't look, it looks very clunky, especially for the genre. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Can't make it, can't weigh in on it. I haven't really seen enough to know. Fair enough. Mm. I, mean, I will be playing it regardless. Uh, like you, I think. But, but yeah, actually, the reason I brought that up was just to bring the topic of console exclusives coming mm. to PC. Mm. In particular, Xbox are pretty bad with this. Um, although PS4 has been getting worse as time goes on. They well, have been getting worse. In fact, the only reason Sony is even maintaining a video game division is with their exclusives. Yeah. Well, X- those are staying exclusive, Ratchet and Clank. <laughs> you know. I mean, Xbox is also becoming a more software. Yeah. Do they have Xbox exclusives anymore? Uh, I think they're all shared with PC. So no. They used to. Um, like I remember specifically, Rise: Son of Rome was a Xbox exclusive. Dead Rising Three. Yeah. Uh, I think it came to PC mm. eventually, though. It did, but so did Rise. <laughs> Sure. Uh, so Halo, the original Halos on three six Xbox One, sorry, Xbox Original and three sixty. They stayed exclusive for a long time. But, mm. Well, that was yes. because it was the the console's killer app. Yeah, if exactly. They had it made available on PC, then nobody would have bought the Xbox. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, as Ollie was saying, now it's becoming all software based, and. Honestly, what's the point of exclusives anymore, honestly? Uh, with the advent of crossplay, it's becoming much, much less of a, uh, of a thing. Yeah. It's, it's weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's the reason why people didn't want to crossplay to begin with, because it was like, no, we can't do crossplay, because if you can buy it on your console, you won't buy our console. But yeah. there has been so much of an outcry and demand for it that they finally acquiesced and just started doing it. Yeah, which is good. More games should be cross-play. I agree. Yeah, oh. All multiplayer games, well, except maybe GTA Online because that's a that's a mess on PC. True. And that's all to do with security. Uh, anti-cheat software is a, a, a damn nightmare. De Nuvo is one of the worst things to ever happen to the gaming industry. Mm-hmm. We have literal proof that De Nuvo inhibits games' ability to run smoothly. Mm-hmm. Right. The pirated version of Resident Evil Village ran great. Solid frame rates, minimal bugs, smooth silk, great. With Denubo involved, utter nightmare. Crashes, FPS dips, glitches. Yeah. Denubo ruins games. Yeah. And needs to be, and just needs to be removed from everything. I'm not even talking about that so much as just there's no security on on uh, GCA Online. God, no, there isn't. <laughs> um. YouTuber I follow, oh my god, he 
he's gotten his IP address like leaked twice through because of GTA. <laughs> Good heavens, that's ridiculous. You can yep. find your IP player interactions menu. Hmm? Um, when you press M, the yeah. that menu you can find your IP there. Wait, you can find your IP through the game menu? Yes. You should not be able to do that. Absolutely. No. <laughs> and then with mod menus, as soon as someone comes online on um, Social Club, you can get a ping for, of their location. No. What the hell? Well, the, the IP. Shouldn't even have, the, the game shouldn't even have access to that. No. The game doesn't need it. All you've got to do is assign your game a, a number based on your region, and then that's what it uses to connect you to a particular server. That is all it needs, a Except. generalized location. Except Rockstar doesn't have proper servers. It's all peer-to-peer. -peer. Oh, for the love of crap. Yeah. Peer-to-peer is stupid. It is. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> It is. Hopefully, here, here is nothing more than internet-based LAN. Yeah. And it's Hope dumb. It doesn't work. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, with expand and enhanced, they'll do the revolutionary thing of getting dedicated servers. Although I am doubtful. Reason Considering. Considering it's been eight years since the release, I don't. I don't feel like giving my opinion on Rockstar anymore. Please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Admittedly, they have done uh, a lot better with Red Dead Online. I've heard. Wouldn't know. Wouldn't want to know. <laughs> I'm not. I mean, it's based on the same engine, and I think they still have peer-to-peer. -peer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm done. I, I, I quit. I quit. <laughs> I quit life. Mm. It was nice having you all. <laughs> Wish I could say the same. Bye. <laughs> All right. Good what boy. else do we have? Why though? Um. It's 106 light years to the Enterprise. We've got a maximum speed of warp two, full charge on a replicator. It's dark, and I'm wearing a visor. Hit okay. it. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. That's a good meme. I like that one. I actually recently watched this episode, I think. Uh, the oh, one where yeah. they were fucking with the wormhole? I think so. The one where yeah. one side was stable. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's a good episode. It is. It's okay. It's a lot of... Yeah. Needed more boobs, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> um. Windows 11? Well, that is in relation to the Blues Brothers. Oh, okay, we're doing movies now? The yep, why not? Sure. Yeah. 
Uh, where did we begin? Um, Good question. Um, are we going to try and watch a movie on stream? No, we nah. don't kind of time or yeah, we can't really yeah. for the copyright media but... rights. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, there's lots of films and stuff out there you can watch that are public yeah. domain. Yeah, Killer Bean. <laughs> Killer um, Bean. Oh, none of you know about that, do you? <laughs> I know about Killer Bean. Oh, you do? Thank yeah, I God. know about it. <laughs> Dude, when that when that when um Moist Critical did a video on that, I felt so acknowledged. I... <laughs> Hot take? I find Moist mm. Critical to be kind of boring. Uh, it depends on the video. It really depends on what he's commentating on. I find. That's fair, I guess. I love his speedrun videos. They can be pretty fun. I watched. Uh, your movie sucks. Dot org. Rip into it. Mm. Really? Commonly known as YMS. Yeah, yeah, I do. I know. He does good work. Although I'm afraid he has been kidnapped by monsters at some point because he promised, like, part one of the Lion King video, and I've not seen it yet. Mm. <laughs> um, so my only conclusion is that he's dead. Mm-hmm. Cormac, what do you think of Ralph the Movie Maker? <laughs> um... Wait a minute. Hang on. I think I've heard of this guy. Let me look. Let me let me Google him really quick. I'm curious. Hold on. Fair enough. I miss. Uh, I hate everything. He barely does anything now. <laughs> he just does podcasts. He barely uh, posts anymore. Yeah. Um. I'm pretty sure I hate this guy. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm not. <laughs> Okay, Google's hilarious because it also says people also search for, and one of the results is Jay Bauman, and it's absolutely not a picture of Jay Bauman. <laughs> it's a picture of Mike Staglasa. <laughs> wow. Um, wait, is this... Who is this guy? Oh, no. What have I done? <laughs> Hang on a minute. I need to it's find hard. a video. He let's, let's Hold on. Let's, um, okay, let's have some fun. At least he's not nostalgia critic. Mm-hmm. I have a weird thing for a nostalgia critic. I, he, I'm not going to get into it. We'll, we'll do one thing at a time. Yeah. Let's, um, let's, let's have a look at Steven, the, the, the cartels and a good man, Ralph the Movie Maker, real quick. Oh, I hated that video. It was so boring. <laughs> oh, good lord. Okay, I mean, movie's fiction. I don't know if I'd call it a scam, and he's not... Okay. I mean, yes, it is. they are bad, and it's funny to watch him be bad in these movies, but... Scam. Steven Seagal's late acting career. Mm. His work with movie director Keone Waxman, responsible for directing. His name is Waxman. Maximum Conviction, starring Steven Seagal and Steve Austin. Okay, the fact that this movie wasn't called Steve Steve is a real shame. He has also directed A Good Man. I love this picture. L- look, look here. Like, 
This is clearly like a still shot from the movie that got like photoshopped in on some weird stuff. It's very obvious that that's the case. But what's hilarious to me here is that his hand is on his leg because he's clearly got a bum leg here. <laughs> so, why did they pick the image of him nursing a bum leg for the cover? Good question. Absolution, also known as Absolution. Actually, the mercenary absolution. Pick oh, God damn it. Okay, titles are different in different countries, is how it works. Mm. Here's a good example. In other, in other countries, uh, airplane, in Australia, flying high. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, okay, great example. Yeah, Honestly, I would never have known that. <laughs> I like that one. Mm. Films together. That's more than like Robert De Niro and Martin Scorsese. Okay, that was a good picture to be fair. It's very debatable, Stephen. But moving on. I'm prepared to throw money down. I'm prepared to throw money down. I love Steven Seagal. Brings absolutely no personality or style to this kind of action movie. The only thing he has going for him is Steven Seagal seems to be willing to work with him. Okay. I it, I'm only a minute in, and I'm starting to form an opinion. Okay. But mm -hmm. my my concern here is thus: mm -hmm. if this mm -hmm. is satire him pretending to be a, a legitimate movie critic no. critiquing a, a film yeah. then it's it's really it's too meta but it is meta and therefore okay you went overboard with it but I see what you're doing if mm. he's genuinely trying to tell people why these are bad movies then he is an obnoxious pretentious prick who needs to sit the hell down uh, okay. We know Steven Seagal movies are bad. We know this. We don't need people to tell us that they're bad. We know they're bad. We watch them because they're bad. It's fun. Mm. If mm. he's going to sit here and tell me why I'm not allowed to have fun watching a Steven Seagal movie, I'm going to whack him in the tits. Because the exact same reason I got pissed off with the last nerd we watched. I'm sorry, yeah. I'm, I'm sure you are sorry to hear that, Steven. Yeah. Uh, he, he sounds pretty much identical in the podcast he's a part of. So I don't think he's playing a character. Mm. Is he sort of trying to go for? I think it's. I think, um, I've seen something similar. At least with the the sunglasses, it kind of looks like um. Uh, Half Life, I think. <laughs> yeah. I have no idea, but I do know that if he can't grow a beard and/or mustache, he needs to get rid of whatever dirt's on his chin. Hmm. Like, look, if you oh. can grow a beard, grow it, and you want it, fine. If you can't grow a beard, don't try. Yeah. I'm just saying, you know, hygiene. Yeah. Take care of yourself. Yeah. Ollie, yeah the man likes making movies. Hey, hey, Ollie, when, uh, when, you, when you watch this over in post-production, can you please, like, do a really extreme close-up of me... Uh, Scratching my, uh, my beard and moustache. Okay. Here, let me raise my head up in the camera because I know I'm not going to be able to see anything on the camera. So let me raise it up so you can see my dirty mouth. Ew. <laughs> Actually, I've seen worse teeth, to be fair. 
I, I don't mm. like the way he's grimacing through every word. It's like it's a chore to speak. Reviews of Steven mm. Skull movies. There are so many of them. You don't want to be a gangster? <laughs> oh my god, wait, wait, wait. True justice. That guy looks like the protagonist from Deus Ex. From the first one, specifically. <laughs> I didn't mess with him. <laughs> Why are we still here? <laughs> How can you not love this? <laughs> That's part of the life, bitch. Oh, I forgot I don't have chat brought up. Oh god, what if somebody said something? Uh, no, no one said anything. Thank you for monitoring my chat, Holly. For being oh, a better streamer on my channel than I am. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if I'd call you the king of improv. You definitely do it a lot. Mm. There are so many bad movies to cover. How much more of my life can I waste on this shit? <laughs> that was a good freeze frame. I like that. Good timing, Cormac. Good timing. <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> oh. oh. Oh my god. <laughs> There's too many naked women in this, I'm not gonna be able to get through it. Oh, uh, we don't care, it's fine. <laughs> I was not born on a ton of truck, man. <sighs> oh, I need to sit down, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> get some water. This is getting meta. Yeah. ago, I have a location the size. Enunciate, Stephen. My God. He looks like a dude from Cali. Stephen Seagal is a producer on this movie. He is a producer on many of his own films. This was the funniest scene. We, we, we talked about this a lot in my, my personal friend group, but... She's supposed to be like seducing him, and she's nude, and she's like you know climbing all over him, and he's wearing two shirts, a leather jacket, his pants, his boots, and the only thing he took off for this was his sunglasses. <laughs> and he's just kind of like gently hugging her, and it's yeah. supposed to be like really tender or something when it's immensely awkward. Yeah. This is true. This is hilarious, though. I set out on a mission to find a movie where Steven Seagal stands up, or maybe even does some fighting after- What? Okay. Searching for a long time, I finally came across the film Cartels. You see Steven Seagal stand- God, his- his gun- One of the things that actually, like, legitimately annoys me about Steven Seagal is he claims to have trained people in- in firearm. Hang on, hang on. There's a fucking meme going around. I need to share this right now. I saw it earlier today regarding okay. his gun skills. <laughs> <laughs> Is it like a YouTube video? Yeah. 
Yeah, link me. I'll put it on screen. Computer, on screen. Nice. If I could find it again. God damn it. I just keep playing in the meantime. Okay. I don't want to, but okay. <laughs> yeah, no, legit. I, I'm, 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 what, what's happening here? I'm being raided! Welcome in, raiders! Welcome, welcome, welcome. Whoa, nice. Uh, thank you, Ollie, very much. Eve, welcome so in. Good. How are you? We're we we're done complaining about video games, and now we're complaining about this guy and his <laughs> regrettable lack of nuance and ability seems, to have it fun. It seems like I have this amazing skill to send or, or tell Cormac shit to complain about. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh, I mean, like, yes, but also keep in mind, I'm an old man. I'll complain about anything. Uh, are you going to DM it to me, or let's see? I'm trying to find it. Oh god, I'm gonna pick up. Right, we'll keep going. Holding his gun yeah. wrong. What do you know? Okay, yes, he is holding his gun wrong, but I, you're not gonna sit here and tell me that that. Where's his face? Man. That that this guy knows any a flying flip about gun safety. Mm. He seems like the kind of guy who showed his toe off and then complained about. About how it. guns are bad. <laughs> oh, I shot my toe off, therefore guns are bad. Guns are tools. Steven Seagal knows how to hold a gun. <laughs> okay, here we go. <laughs> here we go. Watch this shit. Watch him. Watch the tactical flip. Oh, the tactical flip! <laughs> this is an amazing film, by the way. Um, one of the things he does in this movie, uh, he answers a phone. I, I wonder. So he he answers a phone, and I, I, let me see if I can find the clip. It, it's so, it's so bad. I wonder if this is it. You know what? We're just we're just gonna watch this. This yeah. is amazing. All right? Okay. He just got. I want to I want to point something out. Okay. All right. We're gonna. Okay. Look at look, this is a hip flask. Okay. These are made of um. These are made of like aluminum or or whatever. Uh, yeah, stainless. Yeah. And sometimes they're made of stainless steel, yeah. but observe. Okay, here in a minute. All right, now we're gonna get a good shot of what the bullet did to it. Okay, now as you can clearly see, if you know a flying banana about guns, you'll know that this is BS. Mm -hmm. There's no like, did he snipe him with uh, a twenty-two? Mm -hmm. Also, if it was a, if no, we're gonna we're gonna see his rifle in a minute. Oh, hang on. Let me back up a little bit. <laughs> Whoa, that's going to be great. Uh, right there. Okay. See, right here we see the exit, the exit wound on the um, mm. on the flask. And right there, you see the exit wound in the flask is like a. So they can clearly tell that all they did was they grabbed like an ice pick and just and then shoved it in there. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> By the way, silencer on. A sniper rifle. Not a thing. Mm. Did they make one? Yes. Do they work? No. <laughs> also, Metal Gear Solid Five is lying to me the whole time. Yes. Move an inch. Now I want you to take a look at this damn rifle. Look how. Look at this thing. Mm. Look at this thing. Now, look how small the exit barrel is. I don't even know if this is. Did they? 
it did they put this together with scraps <laughs> like is this something they just invented in like in the room in the shop room is this a prop for an alien movie or something i can't I tell so. also why does he have a scope that's capable of seeing into the next friggin country <laughs> and yet the zoom in on it is like down the street <laughs> also if the okay if if you the scope that big is for like a 50 cal and if he shoots mm -hmm. the guy this guy wouldn't be dead on the ground also i want to point out there's no exit wound anywhere on him it's just mm -hmm. uh, so oh, way to go makeup department but he wouldn't be on the ground he'd be a cloud of red mist <laughs> that's not in the budget <laughs> no it's not in the budget what is the guy gonna say here reminds me of the boys i've been thinking about that 50 bucks <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, what? I can't hear you through the soundproof headphones. The ear, the ear, what? What? I don't know, maybe there's a radio inside. I can't tell. You don't even. There's 60 bucks. <laughs> we have such good fun in the field. Tactical ops operation. No, I've been thinking about that game of Go Fishing when I played six months ago. I'll buy it for $5 for every time I say <laughs> So badass. That there's no, there's literally no danger here. We can just fuck around and they don't even think. Tell you what, how about we double down? If I get your butt out of here in one piece, <laughs> we're gonna take turns seeing who's more adept at saving the other's ass. No deal. <laughs> because we all know I'm Stephen Motherfucking Zagal, and when I get out of here, I'll be carrying everybody on my shoulders. <laughs> 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 this is amazing. <laughs> oh my god. I'm not even in the, in the military. Mm. I'm not even in the military. Alright, that's right. <laughs> Sniper rifle, right? Sniper rifle. Yep. No deal. Sniper shot. Also, by the way, I love the trigger pull. Yeah. Look at that. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so pitiful. There is not there's there is no trigger pull on planet Earth that is that simple, especially if it's that big of a of a caliber rifle. Also, mm. I don't think there's actually a magazine in his rifle. Oh my god, there isn't. <laughs> GTA 5 cutscenes no. before a recent update. <laughs> <laughs> he goes from a sniper position where apparently they were just kind of like hanging out in chairs. Now he's going to go do a thing and he's got a completely different firearm. I don't know what this is exactly. Again, I'm not in the military. I'm not a huge gun nut. But to me, this seems like a small arms fire, 9mm. Mm. There's like no recoil. It's the, it's the best. <laughs> oh, God! <laughs> Come on, boy, let's go. Watch his fingers. He just like hammers the trigger with his finger and it's not even remotely lining up with the gunfire. Also, a gun like this in the military has three modes, single fire, three round burst, and automatic, and none of them are the thing he's doing. <laughs> no, no, Cormac, he's doing all three. <laughs> oh, right, he, he has a special issue, um, uh, special <laughs> ops, um, rainbow beret issued weapon because he's the most amazing like dude on planet. <laughs> I can't with this scene. 
But look, he's not even dragging him. He's he's so clearly on a harness. He I'm impassioned about the conflict. I'm yelling in a, in a war zone, wearing no helmet. I see. So you are hamstringing me. Yes. Mm. Some did, some are lying out there. They're also dead. You got a round lodge in your spine. I stopped the bleeding, but... I can't wait to edit this episode. <laughs> oh, boy. I love this scene. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead, guys. YouTube is probably going to have a field day with this one. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. You, you can edit this part out. Nah. <laughs> no, we, we okay. hardly edit it. <laughs> Here's what Steven Seagal just said. He said you got like a round spot or something in the back of your spine. He got shot in the back, all right? Mm. He said he stopped the bleeding, but there's not much else he can do, okay? Now, what's your first instinct when you hear that? He got shot in the spine. Oh. Paralysis. Yeah. Right. Short of being dead, mm. which is what almost always happens, he got shot in the spine paralysis. Yep. Yeah. Now, a gurney, right? Mm hmm. Lying down mm. on the table, not right. moving. Yeah. There's really not much more I could do for now. We won't have to nah, he's fine. He's just whatever. <laughs> he's just like, ah, it's just a mild itch. It's pain. It's fine. It'll be fine. <laughs> Nah, it's just a mild discomfort. Oh my god, my man, stop eating Cheetos. I can't fix this thing. We're just gonna have to wait it out. But don't worry, because I'm the world's greatest sniper. Listen, man, you're gonna get a silver star out of this when it's all over. I don't even know what the hell he's talking about. Silver star, is that a thing? It is in GTA. Hmm? No. Wounded in combat in American military is Purple Heart. Ollie, what color are the stars in GTA? Is it silver or white? They're they're white. Yeah. They're white? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't played the game in forever, so me. You gonna get you gonna go home, you can get robot legs, you can get all the bitches. Let's go. This woman's forty. That was some crazy stunt you pulled, Miss Conrad. Okay. Why would you do a thing like that? Pearls don't lie on the seashore, Detroit. If you want one? You gotta die for it. What? I have no idea what the hell they're talking about. Hmm. Would you like a Kit Kat bar? <laughs> I don't like granola. I could rip the crap out of this. Where, where's the scene with him doing the stupid thing with the gun? I, I need it. In my life. <laughs> here it is. 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 Watch this. Look. Okay. All right. Now, here's the thing. He he is guarding the door. He's keeping the door on blast just yeah. in case someone comes in. Hmm. Make a phone call. <laughs> Did you catch it? Oh God, I blew my own hand off. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like he's deciding whether to put the phone up to his head or the gun. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Ollie! It does. <laughs> Let's see here. No, it looks like he doesn't know what he's holding. <laughs> How did I get here? <laughs> the poor man's got dementia. <laughs> he's holding the, the door on point, looking a different direction, casually just like he's resting his hand on the butt of his rifle, which is strapped to his shoulder. 
Oh no. <laughs> I guess it wasn't important to guard the door anymore. You just need it for the phone call. I, that's all I wanted to talk about was that stupid mm -hmm. scene right there. I, I, I don't even want to go back to this guy. Don't. <laughs> nah. We don't have to. Thank goodness. Because I... Yeah, I'm pretty sure Ralph the Movie Maker is a friggin' joke. Yeah. I think he is. I can't remember. I didn't even like... notice this. Why does he have two watches? Good question. Each How many watches on each arm for the time zone difference across his body? Oh my god. <laughs> I can imagine Steven Seagal reciting the Navy SEAL copy post. <laughs> Wait, what is that? What did you just say about me, you little bitch? I'll have you know I have over 105 confirmed kills and blah, 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 blah. You've seen that, right? Uh, no. Holy crap. <laughs> I might have to go find that. That's like... That's ancient internet lore. Actually, might have. I'm not sure. Gee, imagine being a fit and professionally trained fighter appearing in two MCU movies, and then you have to pretend to get your ass kicked by Steven Seagal. Who is this referring to? I don't know. Some guy named George St. Pierre. Huh. Maybe he needed a paycheck. I don't know. Maybe. Probably. <laughs> the line about the turnip truck is a butchering from the idiom just fell off the turnip truck, which is the same thing as saying was born yesterday. <laughs> now, how he turned it into I wasn't born on a turnip truck, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> What's the like ratio on this? Average like the last guy. Yeah. Ooh, that's uh, pretty weighted, pretty heavily weighted in favor of Ralph. Um, mm. But I've, I've seen a, some of his stuff before. He's not who I was thinking of, but yeah, he, he doesn't strike me as... Mm. As, uh... Yeah. You know, he, he, he takes himself to look as like he takes himself too seriously. Out of 420. Like, seriously, how, how do, why do we, we don't need anybody to tell me why Steven Seagal movies are bad. They're, that's yeah. the point. They're funny. Yeah. They're funny bad. Yeah. Oh, boy. Anything else you guys want to touch on? Because we're coming know. up on my, the limit of my ability to keep talking and not be uncomfortable. My lungs are dead, to be honest. Well, we should probably talk a bit about Windows 11. I'm going to be real with you. I haven't done much research on it because I'm not going to deal with it. Fair so, enough. Um, when I upgrade my computer again, I'm going Linux. Fair enough. Uh, I was just meaning in reference to what I have in the thread. Uh, where? Um... I'll get the message. It's underneath, isn't it? Yeah, it got... There you go. It's just under that message, yeah. Oh, okay, I see here. Yeah. So, I installed Windows 11 on my, on my laptop. It was... Oh my goodness, wow. 
fairly buggy. To say the least. <laughs> Non-resizable taskbar, bully. Mm. Weird graphical overlays. Yep. Very sloppy UI. Yeah. Um, I did put Windows 11 doesn't recognize the GPU. It didn't at first. No. So you got a laptop with an integrated GPU, right? It's uh, integrated and discrete. It's got two. Masterful. What yeah. device did you plug in? You mean you don't know? Um, I don't know why it comes up with that <laughs> every time. Bro, it is a 3.5 millimeter jack. There's only two things it can be. I have had uh, I have had display outputs through it through that. As in, there are things that you can use for display. A 3.5 mil jack. Yeah, I've never heard of that. That's nuts. Oh, there it goes. No. Uh, mostly, generally to um, composites or RCA. There's oh, I don't know. the date and time are on the lock screen, guys. You're not a phone. I mean, they're on the lock screen on Windows 10. I can turn it off though. Yeah, I, I was meaning that it it moved the location. And the uh, fonts. Oof. A lot of that stuff about Windows 10, I'm just not going to recognize because I've turned all of that stuff off a long time ago. Fair enough. Because I don't want it. It's one of the reasons why I want to go to Linux because I, I want to build something the way I want it built, not whatever yeah. this massive choking pile of excess is. Yeah. I need it. Um... I did like the new version of the clipboard history. Uh, when you do Windows V. Um, I did like that. Um, Spotify. That was weird. It's probably... <laughs> software update for Spotify that would fix that, but um, yeah. Right, but it also means that at some point Spotify is going to have to update it, so yeah, gotta wait. Um, How do I feel about the clipboard? Uh, that's in Windows 10. Clipboard history. Um, yeah, otherwise, there's not, it really should have, could have just been in, uh, new, just Windows 10. It really could have just been in Windows 7. Yeah. Um... Yeah. Not much else that I have to say about it. 
It wasn't a great experience. I mean, yeah, it worked, but it wasn't a great experience. In my yeah, opinion. I got around to watching that video of Windows 8 <laughs> mm. today. Yeah. Uh, before, I, before I started work. Um, yeah. Yeah, holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I didn't realize it was that bad. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Windows 8 was a nightmare. Most people remember Windows 8 being a nightmare. Windows 8.1 was okay. Still wasn't great. Wasn't great. It was functioning. Wasn't great. Better than Windows 8, but... Not as good as Windows 10 or something. Yeah. 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 Not as good. I don't, I don't, I have a lot of problems with Windows 10. Yeah. It works, but it doesn't work any better than anything that came before it. Oh, it doesn't. And it has a lot of nonsense on it that doesn't need to be. True. True. Um, yeah. Uh, we talk about mov the movies. Nope, we were going to, and then we went on to something. I said, I was asking if we should, and we should. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. I was wondering, should we talk about them now? Um, Blues Brothers movie? and The Commitments. So I haven't seen The Commitment, but I have seen Blues Brothers. Yeah. Uh, you saw a bit of The Commitments. Yes. Yeah, not much um so one thing that i noticed when watching the commitments is you could almost think of the commitments as a prequel to the blues brothers yeah at least i think you can in some ways do you care to elaborate? Well, they're both fairly big, fairly, both fairly large bands. Okay. And, well, the bands in the movies. Um, and they're both, they're both similar genres of music, blues and soul. All right. They come from the same roots. Along with jazz. Um, I don't know. I, I just felt felt that you, you could see this the commitments as the formation of the band. Then the Blues Brothers as the band after something has happened. They get back together. My only issue with this is that in the commitment, they seemed extremely antagonistic towards each other. And in the Blues Brothers, they were only really angry with one another if they did something stupid. Yeah, so that was much more tolerant of each other. It, it works more if you cut the end, though, of the commitments. Because earlier in the movie, they are mostly friendly and happy with each other. Yeah, maybe. 
then again, I, I again, I haven't seen the commitment all the way through, so I can't really make a judgment call on that. Yeah. Dylan? I completely hard disagree. Okay. They're both very different movies. The only thing they have in common is that they both have music and similar genres. Yeah. I, um, okay. When I came home yesterday, right, after, mm -hmm. uh, you know, we spent time, I told dad that, um, Mm. We watched, uh, uh, was it The Commitments earlier on? Yeah. And, and I don't know how, but immediately uh, I came up with the immediate, uh, immediate comparison to train spotting of all things. Go on. I so, kind of see what he's going with that one. The tone of the films do seem to be somewhat lined up, but it also might be because one's in Ireland and one's in Scotland. Oh, I've not seen Transpotting. <laughs> I thought you were meaning the activity. No. No, it, no they're actually very different movies. Yes, the subject matter is very the different. Subject, the subject mm. matter is very different, but they do share kind of similar tones, similar, um, as in they're both very earthy films, very down-to-earth, yeah. very grounded, very realistic portrayals. Yeah. Uh, right. I can I see where it's coming from in that one. As opposed to Blue Brothers, where it's like obviously a comedy and it kind of takes self piss a little bit. Very fantastical. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like okay. with with the commitments, I like, could take a lot of it very seriously, and Blues Brothers, not at all, <laughs> not even remotely. You can take even less of the sequel to the Blues Brothers seriously. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Figures. Have you seen that, Cormac? Have I seen what now? Blues Brothers 2000. Uh, not all of it. And I don't want to because I don't need to. <laughs> My dad just straight up told yeah. me not to. <laughs> yeah. Probably um, not a bad idea. <laughs> just yeah. a little alone. Yeah. Uh, please don't misinterpret, though. I love both films. Uh, I, oh. like the I like the commitment a little bit more because it's more of what I'm into. But the ending of Blues Brothers was so great. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the music in both was really good. I loved both. Oh yeah, yeah. You'll probably like the song that I'm recommending for this week, since it share. I, I think it shares many elements with blues and soul. Sure. Well, we doing that now. <laughs> I guess so. All right. But the song originally. I had, I was going to do a different one, um, but I don't know, I just thought, um, this one would, well, on Monday I remembered about a band, classic Australian band, yep. um, which I've told you a bit about, um, Midnight Oil. Yes, you have. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's, okay, do it. So, Heads Are Burning by Midnight Oil, the most famous song, probably. Cormac, have you heard of it? No, that's new to me. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, and the song that I was originally going to do this week will, sorry, this episode will be next episode. Ah, okay, good. Yeah. Fair enough. 
both good songs. Both ones I think you'll like, though. Yeah. So. Uh, should I do one, or does Cormac want to? Oh, uh, I have it. I'm good. I, this is... <laughs> okay, fair enough. Sorry. That's all good. No, uh, yeah, all good. I'm uh, running out of steam, as it were. <laughs> okay. <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> I, guess, I am uh, not a distant streamer by any means. I uh, fair enough. A finite amount of burst, and then when it's over with, I kind of yeah, that makes sense. But that's yeah. fine. We can we can take a look at this real quick and oh, uh, we we uh, listen to them over the time and talk about them in the next episode. Um. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah, that would prevent the copyright nonsense. Yeah. Right. Right. I'm going to do a little bit of self-promotion here, I think. Ah, uh, I thought you were going to do this. Ah, <laughs> uh, he's going to play his own tunes. Yeah. Actually, while we're doing this, um, let's see. Now, you know that I have heard this before. Yeah, you were literally the first person to hear it. Uh, yes. I am going to recommend my upcoming single, or at least um, at the time of this episode, upcoming single. By the time this episode's released, it'll probably be out already. Thank you for the shout-out. No Go problem. Uh, Dylan, do you have a channel you would like shout-out? Uh, uh, wait, do you mean my Twitch or YouTube? Yeah, well, either one. My Twitch is Blast Bleats Incorporated. <laughs> right, yeah. Blast Bleats. Okay, cool. Yeah, right, right. Uh, Bleats. Emphasis on Bleats. <laughs> yeah. Is it is it Bleats Incorporated? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> are you sh are you really? Is it Bla is is, is uh, no? It's Blast Beats. I've, what, no, no. It, it's Blast Bleats. It was um, it? Uh, on on uh, Twitch. It's Blast Bleats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll send what? you. Uh, I'll I can do it. Yeah. No, no, no. Hold on. He's... Oh God! It is Blast Bleats. <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> Dude, you follow me. <laughs> I'm the goat man. <laughs> uh, yep. My my upcoming single is called Phantom Wasteland. Yeah. Uh, you can pre oh, I was gonna say pre order. <laughs> you can pre save on Spotify. And, up until Friday. Up until Friday, yeah. And, yeah. And you can what is it called again? You can wait for the premiere on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, I recommend it. It It is a, the best song from Dylan that I've heard. It's definitely my favorite video uh, that's going to be yeah. released. Definitely. The video is really good too. We should probably talk talk about the songs that we've that we recommended in the last episode. Uh, one more thing, and when the video is released, there will be a shit ton of more links. Mm. Um, I don't know all of them off the top of my head. There are so many, but regardless, uh, whatever your listening preference is, it'll probably be on there. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And you know, no link? Oh. Yeah. Uh, no, not, not yet. I mean, uh, I can do one for the pre-save. Uh, actually, I'll, I'll get that and put it in a chat. Yeah, do that, please. That'd be very handy. Yeah.
I'll probably should I put it in yours? Wait, no, that's the wrong that's the wrong link. Uh, should I put the link in your chat, Cormac? I think that's fine, sure. Okay. I'll probably put a link to a, to the song in the songs once that's out. That's the link to pre-save it? Sure. Uh, I'll find my, the YouTube version. Hmm. No, I, I did help, I did, um, I was one of the people who was, uh, well, Dylan said I was the first person to hear it, apart from him, and, yeah, I've, um, yeah, it, it's a really good song. Thank you. <laughs> ah. Nice. I'm very excited for the release. It'll be fun. Yes, it will. Right on. I'll look forward to it. All right, uh, Ollie, do you want to start with Over and Out? Or... Yeah, okay. I really liked it, actually. It's definitely their best single, I think, from the album. I haven't listened to anything else by them, because I wouldn't be surprised if you want to uh, recommend... Other songs of theirs? Uh, I wasn't going to, but if you're curious, sure. <laughs> yeah. 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 Keep, uh, keep going. No, I've put it in, I've saved it to my liked songs on Spotify. Nice. Yeah. Um, decomposing Composers. <laughs> yep. <laughs> funny song, very funny song. Oh, yeah. Uh, not much more to say though, really. I mean, compositionally, it's a good song. Mm. That's also typical for Monty Python. Yes. They obviously have their own style, which, oh, yeah. which you either like or you don't. So. Yeah. I found it funny, so, you know, mission accomplished. Yeah. Should we talk about Art is Dead? Yes, we probably should. Um. I don't have much to say other than same thing to be honest um musically i liked it a little more because i like you know contemporary music a bit more but fair enough it's just preference really otherwise yeah same boat <laughs> yeah i didn't like it as much as over and out fair enough i don't know why i mean Did you um, i don't know not, not overly funny, but I can understand why you do. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. That's always the risk with comedy music. It's always yeah. Always yeah. I don't. It's not really my thing. Yeah. But having said that, if you like it, more power to you. Uh, Cormac, did you have a listen to any of them? Unfortunately, with everything being as turbulent as it was in my life in recent weeks, I, I unfortunately did not get a chance to listen to it, no. Fair enough. Yeah. 
do you oh yeah sorry i already asked uh, I, was, I was gonna ask if you had any recommendations but you didn't so <laughs> mm. oh, all right that's all the music sorted i think yeah and the movies as yes. well um god damn it i really want to talk about the next movie but we can't <laughs> it is good which is the next movie well we've got two two movies one classic australian movie and one international movie so classical classic australian movie that dylan hasn't seen yet is the castle and that has locations that we have both been to <laughs> i am afraid <laughs> you will recognize them i know that's why i'm afraid <laughs> Probably not the film I'm thinking of. No. Um, yep. There you go. Does it have Robert Redford in it? Uh, he would be the main character, so you'll know. I don't think so. I don't think so. I'll... Well, if if he's not up front and center, then that's not the film I'm thinking of. That's that's fine. Um, and what was the other movie? Uh, the other movie is Airplane Two. Oh goodness! What? <laughs> Airplane One is uh, more than enough movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, if that's everything we have. I think, since my time's coming to an end, I should start wrapping things up, at least, for myself. Okay. Yeah. I think that sounded a lot more morbid than intended. <laughs> Did it? Your time is coming to an end. <laughs> <laughs> my time approaches. Are you guys going to continue your podcast, or will you be uh, signing up as well? Uh, if we wrap up here, we could save some more stuff for next episode. Yeah. Yeah, that works. That works. Right. Um, I don't really have anybody to raid. You guys want to look around for something, see what we can find? I mean, we could continue a bit longer and you could raid us. That's cool. I can raid. Oh, you want me to raid you guys? That would work, yeah. Oh, I'll totally do that. Let's get it set up. Make cool. sure this dadgum thing is muted. Oh, my God. We have to right. raid us. <laughs> All right, I'm going to wrap things up here real quick for just for me. We're going to be heading over to their channel so we can continue watching if you like to, but I personally have to wrap it up. So there's our raid message. Be sure to spam the snot out of it when we get there just to make them feel special, uh, which I'm going to do. And thank you for coming out for the special guest starring of myself for the Stories in G-Minor podcast. Yes. As always, I'm train well, eat well, rest well, and until next time, Take care. Thank you for joining us. You've been, real, you've been a real delight, man. It's been great. Oh, yeah. Absolute pleasure to be here. Thank you, gentlemen. We'd love to have you back on. All right. Yeah. What topics do you think we should do in the meantime?
Maybe Steam Deck could be could be good. Still haven't watched it. <laughs> okay, maybe not then. Um, Let's do the twelve ton one. I think. Yeah. Uh, do you want to start or should I? Uh, you can, since you're you're more of a vocalist. Yeah. I like the way he explicitly um, went around the more emotional angle regarding the human voice, because um, theory-wise, uh, yeah, there isn't really much to say there. It's more or less like every other, I guess, fretless or microtonal instrument. Uh, so yeah, it was the correct approach, I think, and he, he made a mm. lot of good references. There was a lot of yeah. Just very good opinions, I think. Yeah. I don't really have much to add aside to watch the video, especially if you are a vocalist. Mm. I don't think the human voice is underappreciated, per se, mm. but I think it is something to explore. Yeah. Especially these days, I love the human voice. Like, it's like the one thing you can't replicate, you know, virtually, I think. Yeah. Or not properly. Not properly, no. Got anything to add? Uh, not really. <clears throat> um, vocalists, vocals, uh, they're not my area of expertise. Not at all. Fair enough, but still, you've like... I mean... I guess... Yeah, I've... I have, um... I have... done some minor singing and only for lessons and that sort of stuff. Only for my double bass lessons. Yeah. And in theory classes. Um, but, yeah, no. I'll say this as well. Mm. A little tangity, but mm. especially with, like, a classical teachers, yeah. I, don't, I really don't think they put enough emphasis on how individual and unique the voice can get. Yeah. Because a lot of the time, they really want you to try and impersonate someone else. Yeah. Which is not good for vocalists. No, no, it's not. You sing in your style. Yeah. If well, that happens to be the style similar to another person, yeah. that's good, but no. I, I've already mentioned this countless times, but mm. uh, I take lessons from Kin of 12 Foot Ninja, and uh, I don't think I've said this, though. When I started my lessons with him, we borderline started from square one. Oh, yeah. that's, how, that's how useless my classical uh, training mm. was. Um, I didn't have good breath support. I didn't really have that much theory knowledge at the time. Mm. Mm. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and my range wasn't nearly as good as it is now. Yeah. Uh, if it wasn't for him, I 
still be at square one. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. But, I, you, you, um, for anyone who has listened to Dylan's music, you will be able to tell a difference between his previous work and Phantom Wasteland. Yeah, definitely. I think Phantom Wasteland, uh, whoa, <laughs> Phantom Wasteland and my upcoming album are the accumulation of all the years of work I put them into my, uh, into my vocals, uh, I guess, mixing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my, yeah, I guess, theory knowledge. Yeah. Basically just everything you need to be a musician. It's taken a lot to get here. How many years has it been? Fucking nearly eight. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't be here without the help. Um, but yeah, individuality, I think, is very, very underspoken, especially in music. Yeah, definitely. Oh, do you really? Okay. Uh, I'm just curious. If you want. Um, it's, it's up to you. We haven't started yet, so I don't really know if there's that much to talk about yet. True. Um, sure. I mean, we can um, mention it in passing, I guess. Uh, yeah. I bought up the album, uh, and I've asked Ollie if he wants to participate. <laughs> uh, and I have agreed. Yeah. Uh, I mean, one wouldn't I? Yeah. You were I, doing double bass and a little bit of vocals. Not singing, though. Not singing. <laughs> it's like a dialogue. Yeah. There's that, but now <laughs> I've given I've given you the challenge of trying to play electric bass. And that is going to be a challenge for me. I think Actually, I'll be able to do it, but <laughs> it'll be a challenge nonetheless. There are some tricky bass parts I haven't shown you yet, <laughs> so <laughs> this will be interesting, definitely. Yes, it will. <laughs> yeah, And it's not necessarily about the complexity of the passages, but it's more about your stamina. Okay. <laughs> your fingers are going to get a good workout. <laughs> oh, that's good. I've yeah. got strong fingers. You need uh, strong fingers when you play double bass. You do. You very much do. Yeah. Yeah, excited for that, definitely. Same. Um. Uh, oh, okay. Let's go back to Blues Brothers for a second. I just remembered. Yeah. Yeah. You, you brought up on my reaction to somebody shooting somebody or, or trying to shoot someone over a fender. Yes. And you mistook that as me just having a thing against fender guitars. <laughs> well, I mean, considering you said that was an overreaction for a fender, it was talking <laughs> along those lines. <laughs> I think it, what I, my reaction was justified. Fair enough. I probably didn't make myself clear. What I meant was um, it was an overreaction for a, a cheaper Fender model. Yeah. Uh, it was probably like a $300 or so model. It wasn't like those older... Uh, it, it wasn't a older signature, you know, which are like yeah. $1,000 runs, or just in general, you know, yeah. higher quality Fender. Yeah. Uh, I like Fender. I really like Fender, actually, at school. Um there was a fel uh, there was a Fender Telecaster mm. I would always go to. Okay. And it was great. Uh, the only thing was, 
it was a heavy motherfucker. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Like the body was so heavy. Um, yeah. My back would start to ache after a while, but well, if I had a smaller, if it was smaller, I wouldn't have a big deal. Eventually, I just switched over to the uh, what was it? It was a strap model, but I forget which. Mm. No, I love it. I like Fender. Okay. I, I like them a lot more than uh, some Epiphone models, anyway. And then there's me sitting here without a preference because I don't, I don't have the experience. Yeah. No, we're getting really like guitarist nerd up in here. <laughs> yeah, is that a is that a bad thing though? Probably depending who you are. <laughs> I mean, the funny thing is, it's like we're getting into that, but I'm not really a guitar nerd either way. I couldn't tell you shit about amps or uh, amp settings. So uh, yeah. Well, I know amp settings because of uh, I use uh, amp plugins. I love amp plugins. They're they're godsend. Mm. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I, I love I love amp sims. They're so good. Yeah. But I mean, the main one that you need is volume, right? <laughs> arguable. <laughs> no. There. I mean, th there's definitely an art to real amps as well. Yeah. There's, an, there's a character missing. Yeah. Uh, there is value to recording real amps. Yeah. Which, yeah. granted, I don't really care about, but that's just me personally. Um, yeah. It, Wish. Yeah. No, you, you finished what you were saying? No, I didn't have much to add. <laughs> just gone. Okay. We should probably talk about it in this episode because um, SBS helped us. Not, they didn't reach out to us or anything. Uh, but. <laughs> But something, so we could watch um, The Commitments. I, f I actually went looking to find them because I know that we have a DVD somewhere at my house. I just don't know where it is. And I found The Commitments available for free on SBS. It's a stream. Now, now admittedly, worst case scenario, uh, yeah, Ollie, you, you could have paid for it, but... Again, yeah. Yeah, again, or I could have pirated it. Yeah. Uh, but SBS saved us from doing either. Yeah. Legally and yeah. for free. Yeah. Win-win. SBS are great. They're a great service. Uh, yeah. Especially SBS movies. They are phenomenal if you want to get into foreign films. In Australia, we have two uh, national broadcasters. There's the Australian Broadcasting Corporation, the ABC. And SBS or Special Broadcasting Service. Yeah. To be fair, most people who listen to this are probably from Australia, <laughs> according yeah. to the Anchor Analytics. But still, the special um, for the international audience. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It. It's a real good service. There are fewer ads than on any other channel except the ABC. Um, but there's a greater range of shows. In fact, that's how I was able to watch The Orville. Oh, yeah. Another great show which we need to watch sometime for the podcast. Uh, not going to lie, I haven't been too interested. I've heard it's good, but it's... I'd rather, I watch, I'd rather watch the original Star Trek. Okay. 
We could watch that as well, yeah. Because, yeah, I, I'd prefer that idea you were talking about earlier about watching. Uh, the Star Trek movies every a few, one and then a few, then an episode or two, then the next. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the I first mean, one does drag a lot, I'll admit. Sure. But it's not an action science fiction movie, it's a philosophical one. I see. It's when to pick your brain. Yeah. Well, the thing is, if it's a good movie, I don't get bored, so... I think it is a good movie, right, personally. Yeah. I'm taking your word for it. If it's not, uh, mm. we're going to... If it's not, <laughs> differing of opinions. Well, yeah, we'll see. I mean, I've heard it's good, so... And I mean, not just by you, either. Like, other people. Yeah. So. In relation to... The Commitments, you had a rant <laughs> about drummers and oh, yeah, that's right. musicians in general. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, my God. Where do I start? Where do you want me to start? Pick. I guess one it with drummers. Drummers. Drummers, okay. Drummers and guitar players are some of the most obnoxious motherfuckers I will ever meet in my lifetime. And you cannot convince me otherwise. They are up there with actors. Uh, <laughs> they are up there with politicians. They are up there with... Oh, uh, fucking... Uh, okay, I, I was going to say Nazis, but that's pretty cruel. Uh, <laughs> no, no, that's no. Too <laughs> that's too far. But still, you get my point. They're pretty obnoxious. Yeah. Now, to be fair, I'm not saying this is everybody. No. I am a multi-instrumentalist. I play said instruments. But admittedly, yeah, but I've also grown a lot of respect, you know, for those people. One of my favorite musicians is a guitarist and drummer. But yeah. Okay. In VCA, which is a Victorian education. A Victorian certificate of education. Yeah, but I'm being general for the international viewers. Um, yeah. Australian education, whatever. But the point is, yeah. for my subject, we had to play in a band. And the problem is, um, okay, it wasn't VCE, actually, they were pretty good, but specifically like the junior bands, mm. because high school made us do that. Um, mm. When the drummer is A, not very good to begin with, and two, when they think they are, and then just keep playing while, while everybody else is just trying to tune and practice. A and two. Sorry, A and B. <laughs> yes, A to C. <laughs> A to I, I, I. <laughs> I'm getting so mad, I'm forgetting my numbers and alphabets. <laughs> oh my god, can you, can you blame me though? Holy shit. I'm, I'm not making fun of you, I'm just making a bit of a joke. Yeah, I know. I was, I was making, yeah. a, I was making yeah. a reference too. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, yeah. Goddamn. Especially, I've had that happen when you're a guitarist and you're trying to tune your instrument. Or you know, bassist. Yeah. Dude, and... I, sh I shit you not. Uh, okay. Make fun of me all you want, but I was trying to tune my snare drum. Yeah. Right. Because I like doing that. Uh, Fair enough. I I believe instrument uh, drums like any other instrument should be tuned correctly yes but regardless yeah i was trying to do that and the vocalist and the 
guitarist were having an argument because, of course, they were. Yeah. But... I, near, I nearly threw my stick at one of them. <laughs> Fair enough. <sighs> yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> um, yep. <laughs> honestly, bass players are very underappreciated. I've never had an issue with a bass player, not one. Nice. Nice. Yeah. I don't get why they're memed so hard. I mean, yeah, some of them don't play the best, but at the same token, it's not that complicated. Like, the worst a bass player can do is, like, the bare minimum. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the, the bare minimum works. It does. Yeah. One of my favorite experiences in a concert is the bass. I love feeling the uh, bass on the floor. Bass is great, which is the re part of the reason I, s I recommended the song I did. Yeah. When you, when you hear a bass... Yeah. When you're at a when you're at a concert, and you feel the bass just you know hitting your stomach. Mm. That's one of the best sensations. <laughs> mm. I love that. It's so good. Yeah. But, bass is great in general. Although I'm biased. Yes, <laughs> we know. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh my god, guitarists have an attitude like no other. Yep. And, and this is more of a uni experience rather than a like a high school one. Mm. Um, God. <laughs> One when they're when when they're just so up themselves. <laughs> mm. Like I'm talking about like guitars that can. Okay, it's not that they can barely play, but it's like they're just average, mediocre, run of the mill. You know, they have really no reason to be gloaty. Mm. I'm talking about those types. And two, when they're stoners. And they think the world is like, you know, the chillest thing on earth. It's like... Mm. It becomes very questionable at that point. I'm going to send you a name and ask you if you recognize it. Please do. Um, I think you do. I think we've talked about yes, it a bit. Yes, I do. Yeah. I hated it. He was a massive... Did you... Did you respect him as a guitarist? I don't think I've heard him play. Okay, fair enough. And frankly, I'd rather not. I'd rather not associate with many people from that school. Fair he enough. Was, he was one of the people that gave me the most shit, honestly. Yeah, he wasn't great. Not, you know what the funny thing is? It was an accident. Oh. He wanted to be my friend, <laughs> like somebody else. Ah. But he just wouldn't shut the fuck up. Okay, yeah, I, I can see that. He wouldn't leave me alone. <laughs> and your thing about vocalists probably should do that now. The thing about vocalists is that everybody disrespects you, right? Nobody gives a shit about you. <laughs> like, they don't really care about your craft. And how do I put this? It's like, next to bass players... Mm. Nobody, nobody talks about this. You're the most invaluable piece of the band. They don't care about you. Mm. So it's like, when you try to be constructive and help the other people, and then they just try to, you know, be as obnoxious as possible. Uh, okay, here's a story. Um, there was, in VC, a last-minute switch around. We had a spare drummer. Uh, sorry, we, we needed to get a new drummer because I need to, needed to get off for one particular song and, and sing it. But, um, yeah, we, we got in a spare drummer. 
I had to help him with some of the parts. And the uh, teacher, and I can't remember if it was the guitar player. I think it was the guitar player. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, were, they weren't fighting, but uh, yeah. They weren't helping. They weren't helping. They were being obnoxiously loud. Yeah. Like a drummer. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the point is I was trying to help that they weren't helping. It was just becoming a massive shit show. I, um, eventually, they... I eventually gave up and stormed out. The teacher and I had a talk. Yeah. Eventually, I calmed my tits, but you know. it often doesn't help that off that often um, lead vocalists are quite up themselves. They are. They are some of the most massive douchebags. Vocalists. Yes. They are, especially when they're bad. Yeah. Oh, oh god! I really wish I could give out names, but there was this subpar mm. vocalist, mm. and she was the most massive bitch. Like, she was the, one of the biggest bitches I have met. She mm-hmm. was never nice to me, especially. I don't know why. I think it was because I had braces. But... Uh, yeah. You know, I don't care. Uh, Ollie, I'm so sorry you're going to have to censor this. <laughs> uh, she was the biggest I've ever had to do it. Or at least, like, the okay. second. Second or third. She was so... I hated her with every ounce of my being. I, yeah. And the thing was, I couldn't give her shit because she was a friend of a friend. Mm. Which became very awkward. Mm. You can see where I'm going with this. It's uh, Yeah. I, I kind of just had to put up with it. Yeah. And even then, like, uh, I try not to disrupt class as much as I can, so... You know, yeah. There's that on top of that. Uh, there are some people who really don't. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Yeah. There are some people like who I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm starting to get a headache. We should talk about something else. <laughs> okay. Um. Fuck. Yeah, okay, this was a bad idea. <laughs> yeah. That was such a big tangent. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Actually, we probably should get wrapping up soon. One... Maybe one last. I don't know. Um, Let's do one more. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there were 104 cars destroyed in uh, yes. making of the Blues Brothers. Oh, I wish you brought that up earlier. That's that's such a good fact. Yeah. How it is, which is which was a record, yeah. only beaten by um, the Blues Brothers 2000. With 105. By, by one uh, Yeah. <laughs> they had to have done that on purpose. They did. They totally did. That's like yeah. the only good thing about that movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. God, I love the ending of the first movie. How, oh, uh, how was that not a record for, like, that many people on screen at any given time? <laughs> like, it's bigger than some Marvel movies, I shit you not. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, I'm convinced. I'm convinced. Unless somebody could prove me otherwise, I think Blues Brothers had more people on screen than Endgame. Like, the final scene of Endgame. Like, the um, the final battle. Yeah. The final war sequence. Yeah. Blues, Bruce, Blues Brothers had more people. Yeah. And, and with Endgame, it was mostly CG. Yeah. Yeah. I'm bewildered. 
Uh, yeah, impressive stuff. Alright. Oh, God. Oh. Should we wrap it up? Yeah, let's. I'm getting exhausted. <laughs> Thank you for uh, thank you for watching or listening to uh, this episode of the Stories in G Minor podcast, episode twelve. We had an excellent guest on, Cormac Darkblade. If you don't know who he is, go give him a follow on Twitch. Um, we, will, we will leave a dis- uh, link in the dis- uh, in the description. Yeah, for- links always down below. Yeah, for his Twitch. Yeah. He's please great. Follow. Yeah, please give him a follow. He's really nice person. He's and as you heard, he's got a great voice. Yes, he does. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for watching and or and everything else. Um. Etc. 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 <laughs> and we hope to see you come back for the next episode. Uh, join the Discord server, all of that sort of stuff. Um, yeah, we hope yeah. to see you in chat. You know what to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>